Hey guys, how you living? You doing well? Good, glad to hear that. So in this episode, Brother Wes stopped by to talk about all sorts of things. I think we came out of the gate talking about all kinds of nonsense. I'm not going to give you any spoilers. I just want you to listen to this this episode. It's really good. We talked about the Gillette commercial halfway through. We talked about uh, how both of us, me an Alabama fan, him a Carolina fan, talked about how our, our uh, outlook on Clemson is very different but somewhat similar. And all sorts of good things. So, yeah, I'm not, not going to drop any spoilers out here for you. I just want you to listen to this. It's a very good episode. Also, please... Go to the Facebook page, MI Stuff Podcast, Facebook, MI Stuff Podcast on Instagram. Click like and follow, respectively. Follow the Twitter, uh, sorry, MI Stuff Podcast 1 on Twitter is our Twitter handle. Do that and uh, go to YouTube, Kelsey Hudges, K E L S E Y, K E L S E Y H U D G I N S. And click subscribe. Five, five, five. No, no. Fuck <laughs> me. Uh, please do that. Please uh, share all of the things if you wouldn't mind. I'm going through now and I'm taking interesting parts of the the episodes and breaking them into like little ten minute clips. And uh, I'll probably be doing that one with this one as well. So definitely expect more of that coming to you in the future. I think that's all I got for you. Oh, watch the, um, I think it's called, if you search Bill Murray on Netflix, you'll find it. It'll probably be the first thing that comes up. It's uh, Bill Murray Stories. I think it's called Watch That. Uh, Watch Murder Mountain. Just finished Murder Mountain yesterday. Uh, Both of us watched that. We talked about that a little bit there at the end. Um don't know if there's anything that I've been listening to lately outside of podcasts that's going really well. But if you want to know what I haven't been listening to lately, I've been listening to the Doug Stanhope podcast a lot. I've been listening to your mom's house podcast a lot. Uh, Theo Vaughn's podcast, The Church of What's Happening Now, Joey Coco Diaz, obviously Joe Rogan Experience. Um, Killer Mike is on right now. I guarantee you he's still talking because that is going to be a good episode. I'm going to turn that on as soon as I get out of here. But what, listen to those podcasts and listen to those because they're much better than mine. And if you're listening to mine, you find yourself hearing this and you want a little more, then that's how you can get that with uh, those guys because they definitely do a better job than I do. But I'm trying to get to that level. And through releasing episodes, Joe Rogan's on episode 1200 and something, and I'm just right at episode 100 here, episode 98. Can you believe it? Episode number 98. All right, so without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, episode number 98, MI Stuff, featuring Wes Standish. Enjoy, motherfuckers. We played I Spy in your, um, in your place last time I was here. We might have so we, played we I we Spy. We game. We had a little game. Yeah, so and for those of you just now hearing this on the audio, you're going to have to go back and check out YouTube and find out what led us to talking about I Spy. Mm-hmm. That's a trick that I like to do. A little, a, little, mm-hmm. a little tease for the YouTube? Yeah, well, I like to give the YouTubers something that the, the audio folks don't get. Okay. And then the audio folks get something that the YouTubers don't get by way of uh, an intro at the beginning. Right. YouTube gets it at the very end. The whole thing. So the, 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 the audio is a bit more organized, but I like doing good that. Good way to wrap it up. Anyway, it's a good way to wrap it up. That's true. That's so true. Stay safe out there, kids. You know what to do. Stay safe out there, kids. So, there we go. Got it.
Yeah, good. So, yeah, getting sent to your room now means a lot different thing than it did back in the day. Yeah. My like, room, I had a, um, a Nerf hoop and ball. And just ran, that's just just make up random games by yourself with that. Whereas yeah. now it would be phone. Assuming they don't take it away, yeah, you're just kind of flicking through the yeah. Twitter sphere or whatever you want. Yeah, to do. exactly. Man, that Twitter sphere is a fun place. I've been trying it to is. crack into the Twitter gate, man. Twitter, uh, but I, I I find that I have my most success through Facebook and Instagram. The um, the CEO of Twitter was just on the Bill Simmons podcast, the one that just dropped this morning. Ooh, and I listened through most of that. It's pretty interesting. I never listened to Bill. They had the uh, he's pretty he's pretty good. He's mostly sports related, but then he'll have kind of sides where he'll take like this guy will come in is it bill simmons or bill simons bill simmons he's an old espn guy ah. he's now gone off on his own um he had the grantland um network was his um kind of podcast huh his little section of espn um and now it's called the ringer network and he does a podcast he has nfl podcasts golf podcasts basketball podcasts entertainment podcasts they're doing a um I need to step up my fucking game. Well, man. then they do like movie stuff, like Oscars and all that stuff. I don't know anything. I don't listen to those, but you know, you pick your little yeah. portion of what you like out of his. But they're doing a um, True Detective um, as season three comes out here in the next few weeks. I think. Yeah. They're going to do like the recap podcast every week. I really need to watch. They all did of a those. big Game of Thrones one. They did a recap after every episode. Um, they have another one called The Rewatchables that I do listen to. They just did. Um, they did old school a few weeks ago, where they go back through all these old movies and talk through them. Yeah. They find they have like a section where they'll nitpick some you know different scenes. Um, they do. I think they call it half-ass internet research, where they go on online and find out rumors about the uh, like the filming, and they'll go through that and either prove it or debunk it. It's, it's pretty interesting. But so it's like a wide variety. But his. His own personal podcast is mostly sports related, and then the Twitter one was sort of Twitter, sort of geared towards sports. They got into a little bit like the Donald Trump stuff and all that, but you can't help but you can't. I don't think you can help it these days. Yeah, especially if you're talking about Twitter. I mean, that's his. Yep, that's his, his playground. Yeah. I don't follow him on Twitter though. I follow him. You know, I might I might have stopped following him because I was getting so aggravated. I I but, followed him and, <clears throat> and and unfollowed for sure. I think I did that, but he asked the uh, the Twitter CEO. So Bill Simmons was saying that they should cancel his account, the president's account, because he's using this as his platform to speak to the public to bypass the media where media people are going to ask pointed questions. And this is the way of getting around that. And so the, the Twitter guy was like, you know, we don't have any. So you know, as long as you're not the a, best things happen. To yeah, us he's all years. about it. He was all about it. But he was saying that, uh, you know, he didn't want to. You don't want to judge what anybody's doing as long as you're not hurting somebody or being, yeah. you know, abusive or whatever it is that, uh, you know, they they don't have any place to, to kind of cut you down on your uh, platform. On your tw- Yeah, this is your this is your identity that you're creating for yourself. It's so online. funny to think that he's actually like you can you can tell that this is actually him. He didn't have a guy. I know running his shit. There's like, no filter for him. This uh-huh. is his. Yeah, he pulls it out of his pocket. Yes. Yeah. You know what I'm thinking. And yeah. I'm, I mean, you could just picture him laying in his big old White House bed, just kind of giggling, probably. I got rich giggle. That's so good, man. So yeah, the 
Uh, old, old Nancy postponed or, or said that there's not going to be a state of the union until after the shutdown. So I mean, what's he going to take from her next? Back. This is great. This is this, this is, is like the real. This is the real world. Yeah, this is a thing. This is like people's lives and people's jobs, livelihoods, all that. I have friends that, uh, and I posted this thing the other day. That's like, uh, you're you're complaining about losing your paycheck. Your paycheck comes out of my paycheck. Oh God! <laughs> and I, I posted this thing, and I had to edit it, like to like. Listen, I'm just posting this for comic value. Right, I understand. Is- like, I have friends who, one of my ex girlfriends actually, uh, from lives in Bennettsville and just doesn't. It isn't getting paid right now. That's like, crazy. And just just posting the, the the most heartfelt things about like we know our family staying strong and fighting and all of it. these things we're fighting through it. But like a real person, like not like your elected officials who are. I think the elected officials are the ones who should be are the only ones who should be affected by this. They should be taking the penalty, not the exactly uh, not the, the working man, right? Yes, not, not the ones who are running your prisons, and that's where she works. She's a prison guard in in, in, in Bennettsville. We have two prisons. Like a lot of people don't understand. Like, so she can't is, not work. You don't want you don't want the right. you don't want no employees in that room. Scary, terrifying. So tell me about the two prisons in Bennettsville. <laughs> Well, I'm, I'm I'm fascinated by prisons. I don't like I don't get into like the prison TV shows and all that, but me neither. just the thought of it. And I've been to jail twice, <laughs> but that's <laughs> <laughs> for 24 hours each time or a little less. But that's not that's not the real real prison stuff. There's one. There's a maximum security called Evans Correctional Center that is in in Bennettsville. You pass it on the way to Sherall. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like you, that's the it. big one that you've seen mm-hmm. on the left on the way to Sherall. And uh, that's the one. Like, me and me and my it's buddy. federal? No, nah, there's, there, there's a, oh, there is a federal one, Got but it. I'm getting to that one. Okay. Evans, me and one of my best friends from high school, he lived, like, literally behind the prison. Like, you walk across the woods. Creepy. And there's the prison. Yep. We used to go and take rocks and oh lay God. down in the dirt and throw rocks at the prisoners <laughs> when they were out doing their walk around the thing. And like you one night, assholes. one night, the scaredest I have ever been as a child. <laughs> one night, they they're like the big light. That oh, the light, gold, the light, <laughs> the light, the light, just just started oh, panning around towards us, and like I was the fattest one, so <laughs> I was obviously at the back of the pack. They were all running. I'm like, God, slow down! I ain't getting lost by myself. I don't want to be the one. May or may not have lost a shoe in the mud. Oh, like, that's perfect. That's just a running. movie scene at this point. Now yeah. he needs a fire hose pointed at you. Dude, may or may not have lost a shoe in the mud, but like it was the most terrifying thing ever. And I was That's like, hilarious. and then I was talking to him. I was like, this is the craziest thing ever. And I was like, no, we do that all the time, man. All the time. I'm like, no big deal. Dude. Hilarious. This is the first place they're coming when they break out. You know that, right? They're on. This is, you yeah. live here. They're they're on their way. By they're the way, trying to get there. Uh, by the way, there has been a breakout one time. These two dudes got out on the garbage truck. Oh, I kind of remember this. They got out on the garbage truck. They were they were. Uh, 
they just the the, the guy came in to, to well, that's the way to do it, garbage. the garbage truck or the linen linen, linen truck yeah, from, they, from the movies I've seen yeah they apparently just jumped on the garbage truck they got caught a couple hours later unreal they were like, I got life in prison, man. It's the most fun I've had in years. Awesome. Had, this had is a great. few minutes of uh, freedom. Just, I'm out. Let's go. Let's run. Figure it out. And they, they knew they were going to get caught, but yeah. it was like, you know, it's just, why not? It was a good effort. I got life in here, so what, why not? So there's that prison. Okay. And then basically across the street and through some more woods uh-huh. is the federal prison, which I didn't go, but they were like, when they were building the federal prison, they were given like, like field trips to the like school field trips oh, wow. to this prison to show what it was. And I mean, I, the people came back and they were like, "Man, there's a gym, there's a tennis court, wow. there's like it's like a resort, basically." And like this, this is the federal prison. So like, if if you want to go, if you're going to go to prison, take it from Kelsey. Yeah, if, <laughs> if you want to go to prison, I'm going to suggest that you go to federal prison instead yeah. of other prison because federal prison is apparently the tits. And I recommend uh, Georgetown County Detention Center over Richland County Detention Center. If you're going to do a detention center, you want to go GCDC over RCDC. Yeah, but yeah. That's just my two cents. Yeah, <laughs> Richmond, Richland, uh, Richland. Yes, Richland. Is that Laurenburg or uh... Uh, that's uh, that's the one where you would go to directly from the uh, Williams Bryce Stadium if you happen to if said party were to be arrested at Williams Bryce Stadium. <laughs> said party was arrested at. Oh, I'm spitting all over my computer. Get arrested at Williams Bryce Stadium. Yeah, I have to hear this story now. Mm. So this is a good one. I haven't told this in a long time. And I, um, so this happened when I was 22. I'm now 42. I just had my 42nd birthday, which is the last time I saw you. I was getting a little emotional talking to you on the porch at Tito's. Talking that was about good, my birthday. It was good. It was good talk. It was good talk. So, uh, 22 years old, um, Williams Bryce Stadium. We had my last, so my last two years of college. Oh, and this will, this will go perfectly into. I'm good at that. Yeah. All right. So <laughs> my last two years of college were the first year, or sorry, the last year of Brad Scott. We were one in 10. Yeah. And then the first year of Lou Holtz and we were 0 and 11. I remember that. It was, it was bad. I remember that. Uh, that, that was really bad. Um, he came cock. Oh my God. So, <laughs> oh Lou, that's uh, <laughs> one of my favorite game day signs ever. Was a uh, so Clemson famously beat us sixty three to seventeen one time. I remember that. That was a bad one. That was Lou Holtz, and uh, that was the first Lou Holtz, wasn't it? It was somewhere in there. I don't think that was the O for year. I think that was maybe a year oh, yeah. or two later. But they, uh, I guess it was Dabo, or was it Tommy Bowden? I can't remember. But anyway, so back then that was definitely Tommy. Yeah, it would have been Tommy Bowden. That would have been like. Yeah. Probably oh three or so, if I had to guess. Mm, sounds about right. So a few a few years later, I think Clemson had uh, game day on campus, and somebody had a big sign of Lou Holtz and a little con- or a comment bubble, and it said sixty three seventeen. So that's that's an all timer. But so anyway, so we're we've been one in twenty one in our last twenty two games. Lost 21 straight games, which I think was a record at the time. I think New Mexico or somebody might have beat us by now. So the first week of the season, we beat New Mexico State to break the streak. So we rushed the field. 
Um, Rip the goalpost down. Yeah. Rip the goalpost down, hike them to five points, party of the century. The next week, uh, number nine, I believe, Georgia came to town with uh, Quincy Carter, who was like supposed to be Heisman Trophy guy. We um, picked him off five or six times and won the game. Rushed the field again. Another goalpost. Another goalpost. So I, I swear I was the first person with a hand on the goalpost. I was beeline to the goalpost. And if you've ever been in a goalpost rushing, ripping down situation, and you're claustrophobic, it's not ideal for you. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I kind of slithered out of that. I was kind of like on the goalpost, kind of. I don't know how you even. I think you just have to, have to break Didn't it. Didn't they make it break away now? Yeah, now they just lay down before you can even get to them, which is yeah. horrible. The kids can't have any fun. And they don't let you rush the field, which is also <laughs> horrible. But So anyway, so the first week we rushed the field, people were – we have a little hedgerow in the back of each yeah. end zone. Not as famous as the, hedges. the Athens hedges, right. But we have these two kind of weak, shitty hedgerows on each, in each end zone. Student section. Yeah, right to, right to keep the students out. So people were taking off a little branch of the hedges to kind of as a souvenir of the... Because, I mean, when you're in a situation like that, you want something to take. You're kind of looking around, and it's over, and it's like... You can't fit a goalpost in your pocket. Right, you kind of lose track. Um, one of the bars in Columbia has a big section of the, of the Georgia goalpost. It's pretty cool. I think that's bar none down the end. But uh, So I thought it would be a good idea if I took a whole hedge... So, and I could kind of, <laughs> I've been doing this, this stupid shit for a long time. So I could just kind of picture myself walking back to the tailgate with a whole hedge. I just thought that would be pretty entertaining for everybody. That I'm sure it was. It, it would have been. I didn't quite get that far. So I'm down in the hedge, like down by the bottom, trying to kind of rustle it <laughs> out of the ground. And... <laughs> This guy taps me on the shoulder and kind of a little forceful, kind of, kind of like, get out of there. And I, 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 out of the corner of my eye, I thought he was a paramedic, which I don't, you know, it, 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 this in hindsight, I shouldn't have disrespected a paramedic in this way. <laughs> but <laughs> So I turned around and I, I yelled fuck off at him because um, I didn't really think I was doing anything wrong other than like. Destruction of property. You'll grow back. Right. It'll be fine. It's just, you know, <laughs> probably like a $25 hedge is fine. Anyway, he turns out to be a USC cop. Um, they dressed like paramedics. Yeah, I mean, he kind of looked like a paramedic. You caught him out of the corner of your eye and he was yelling at you. Um, so he wasn't he wasn't real thrilled. Um, so they had a little holding cell under the stadium. So I went under, under there for a little while. That's pretty awesome. That was serious. Yeah, there's, there's me and... You know, five other drunk people, maybe maybe more than that, but five in my head 20 years later. Um, down there doing the, I guess, letting things calm down. And then you hop in a police car and go to, to RCDC, um, where I spent spent my first night in jail at 22. Did you cry? I did not cry. I was actually very proud of how, how I handled myself in there with a, with a bunch of... Uh, it was really just like they kept pushing like the big kind of drunk tank. Yeah. So it was just me and like ten dudes from the game, and like a bunch of little like drug dealer types. So it wasn't like. Did y'all talk yeah. about the game? Was it? Was I that what it was? I don't really, really remember talking to anybody in there. I, I kind of. Uh, Georgia. I kind of just got got comfortable on my concrete seat and uh, just kind of kept to myself. Um, That's probably why. But it was good. So. 
So my mom was in grad school at Carolina at the time. So I had just graduated, and she went back to get her uh, her master's in nursing. And so she was up there, and I would get her student ID and get a football ticket. So the next football ticket or the next football game was maybe two weeks later. So I went up and I was like, "Oh, mom, I want to get your uh, I want to get your student ID. Um, come by and get it for the football game." She goes, "I don't think so." I saw your name in the student Gamecock newspaper. So, <laughs> first off, children, don't ever let your mom get a hold of your college paper. Uh, uh-uh, because there is a police report, and that's the only thing anybody reads in the in the student newspaper is the like the football game recap, <laughs> basketball game recap, and the police report because they're usually pretty entertaining. So I made the police report. That's how my mom found out, and then I told my dad about it probably. 15-ish years later. I probably told him about it about five years ago. Kind of broke down the story for him. He kind of enjoyed it in hindsight. He wouldn't have been too yeah. thrilled back then. It's, that's hilarious. It's a good story. I mean, if you're going to go to jail, you can go You can go Stealing for that. Stealing a hedge and telling a rent-a-cop fuck off. Yeah, yeah. It was, and so then I, um, my my argument to the guy when we were down in the, the cell, like under the under the stadium, was, you know, man, like I can, I can tell my dad to fuck off if I want to, but I can't tell you to fuck off. And I just kept, I was trying to like, like we were talking about earlier when people have excuses for yeah why they do what they do that's wrong. Um, but it's still wrong. It's still wrong. Yeah, it was horrible in hindsight, but it's, luckily it's funny, so I, get, I can kind of get away with it. But the guy, um, we talked, and he, we talked the whole way out to the jail, and uh, he was like, listen, I gotta, I, you got to spend the night in jail because you, you know, you just do. You're, you're drunk. You yelled at me. All this. And uh, he's like, but come see me next week. So next week I went down there to the police station, and he's like, listen, you know, I know you, you spent a night in jail. That's enough. You know, that's time served, whatever you want to call it. And um, he, I'm going to drop all the charges. So he did, and, it's, you know, it's like it never happened. But he goes, i got to ask you one thing. Have you ever told your dad to fuck off? <laughs> <laughs> And that was a no, sir. That was a no, sir. So, anyway, all's well that ends well. I thought that he was going like, to bring out this. Here's your hedge. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Consolation gift. Consolation One gift. night in jail, you've earned it. You, you get to keep the hedge. There you go. You're welcome. Like, what am I going to do with this hedge now? <laughs> Poor fella. I felt bad for that guy. But uh, he handled it. He handled it. We, uh, we, we, we worked it out. Don't you just... Do you feel bad? Like, and I felt, I felt bad for people who's dealt with me because I've always just been a smart ass oh, yeah. who will take comedy over the right thing to do, no matter what. Got to. You ever just just find yourself replaying all of the things? Like, you know what, man, this was hilarious, but I really shouldn't have done that all like, the time. Just I do it all the time, especially in the shower of all places. I don't know why. That's when you start thinking about stuff. Yeah, yeah. That's when you kind of start replaying stuff from the night the night before, and yeah. Kind of putting it back together. Yeah, well, and, and I mean, I'm talking about things like from years ago. Oh, like, really? For, yeah, like like if I'll, for instance, if there there was a situation, uh, I was one of my teachers in high school had like this uh, had this thing wrong with his neck to where he couldn't like turn his neck straight. Uh-huh. He would always have to like look to the side or whatever, and. Like, yeah, I just yeah. remember just being funny to my friends and just trying to make make my friends laugh and just making fun of this guy. And I even I even did it 
in the grocery store one time when I saw him. Like oh, man. there was even, like behind his back. Like, no, not even, like to his like not even an audience. Like just him and his son was with him, oh, yeah. and I was there with my mom, and I was just literally making fun. I was like, you know what, man? I always stick up for you, man. Like all the kids in school, they're always doing this shit, like picking on you, <laughs> making fun, like doing like. And I did my impression of him and everything, like to him, and I just that shit just torments me. Feel horrible. Yeah. It's like I wake up in the middle of the night after, like, having just that thought while I'm asleep. Not a dream, just, you know, that thought. Yeah. And then I wake up like, oh, why did I do that? Yeah, I'd like I'd like to have a, uh, like, a five-minute sit-down with a bunch of my teachers from middle school and high school that I could either, A, apologize, or B, thank you. Yeah. E- either or. Same here, man. That'd be that'd be kind of nice to to go back and and go through that. I've gone so far as to send emails to them on like the like That's nice. got, got their email from the school thing yeah. and like I'm I'm really sorry. Like I was a idiot. I was a smart ass and yeah. disruptive. Like you tried to take your time with me and yeah. I didn't accept that. But I want you to know that I hear all of the things you tried to say to me then now yeah. and like it worked. Yeah. Like you did the right yeah. thing and I did not. I'm doing and now but now I do do the right thing. Yeah. Most of the time, sort of, yeah. Yeah, depending on the situation and if Repack's there or not. Yeah, <laughs> if Repack's there or not. <laughs> Repack was like, "Man, I listened to that episode with you and Jimmy. Man, you guys sure ragged on me a lot." <laughs> <laughs> but I love you. But I love you, and I know you guys did it out of love, and I can tell I love. You. I can tell you guys love me, and you know what? I love you too, man. See, You're softening him up a little bit. What's funny is you remember Monsters Inc. I've never seen it, but I know it. Oh man, it's a Monsters Inc. Or Mike, Mike Wazowski got put on the on the cover of the magazine, but the barcode got put over his face. Awesome. So it's like, oh man, Mike, I'm sorry. He's, I'm on the cover of a magazine, <laughs> even though he's behind the barcode. I'm like, that's what Repack reminds me of in a way. It's like constantly behind the barcode. No, just like we've just shit. We've act, we, we've just shit on you for two hours, and but and, but, about we, it. But but. Man, we, they were talking about me on their podcast. <laughs> he made it. Yeah, he and made he, it. he actually does want to. Repack's probably watching right now. I love you, buddy. We, he was watching uh, the other day, and he said he wants to come in and be the stat guy so that anytime oh, we're that. talking about things, that he can just. Yeah, kind of jump in. He's do like, a little man, research. I got a computer you can have. I was like, bro, I got one sitting right there. You, yep. you can just, I, my old computer, you, you can sit right there all you want to. And, and I'll even give you a microphone over That'd there. That'd be just, awesome. Let him pipe in. I'll give you a mute button. Kinda, yeah, you got to have that. You got to. Oh, yeah. We need one of those at Tito's. <laughs> <laughs> it's not working. Poor fella. <laughs> but is Monsters, Inc., now that I think about it, is that the one where uh, I think something, one of the characters falls through a grate? Do you remember this? It it made me it makes me laugh because it um so it's one of these I don't know what he is but he like falls through a grate and he hits the hits the bottom and he goes oh great <laughs> yeah yeah that's like the intro that's one of the like he's just I, a blob yeah he's a blob yeah it falls through and a it's just his just his eyeballs and hat yeah. and teeth and he goes oh great, oh, great. <laughs> that made me laugh. <laughs> You know what's funny is I never even thought about the great and great. Oh man, yeah, that uh, I laughed like I laughed way too hard at that. <laughs> I find myself doing that. I find myself doing that on dog videos. Dog like where they like start flipping over or fall off or something. Nah, just like uh, like when, I mean just the. the the way a dog will like make a face about something, or just uh, oh yeah, that's a big thing on um, online. Yeah, the, the, the weird dog faces. 
Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny, that's but I'll just laugh way too hard. Like, yeah. Hmm? It, if it has a good caption, then it's really good. Yeah, that's the captions are everything. Yeah, that's what you really need. God, the internet's so great. It's great. It's an addiction, but it's... Uh, it it feeds you sometimes. Is now is it a is is it a bad addiction? And I I feel like me me and you and people of people like I guess my age, maybe a couple years behind me forward. Yeah. Have a different outlook on it because we learn how to use the Dewey Decimal System, right? And we learn how to use kind of like the internet. The first use of the internet for me was like in the library. Yeah, I was in college. I mean. That's when, you know, I had an email. I don't guess I had one in co- in high school. But when I got to college, they assigned us email addresses. Yeah. Like my first email address at sc.edu. But I didn't use it until, like, my third year. It just, to me, it was just something. I didn't know how to use it. And it was, yeah. some teachers, like, would kind of try to make you use it. But nobody did. But then it, like, became more and more, obviously. Yeah. Which see, and I was, I was like, I was getting it in the library in school when I was still in probably like, I think I was in middle school, high school, somewhere yeah. around there, getting it in the library, and that that's what they they would use the the internet to like, so you could log books and things like that, right. and that was the first way I learned it. So I learned how to use the internet as a tool to gain information, to that to acquire it. information, and yeah, that was the only was. use. Yeah, there was no entertainment. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Other than the um, AOL Instant Messenger. Which was fun even, AF. But even that. Central Inner. That Central was Inter. after my time. But even that wasn't real entertainment because it's just your communication circle of friends. Yeah. You're not getting like outside. Like these. You wouldn't get a dog video yeah. on until, there. Yeah, there was nothing like that until. Uh, Vine honestly was the beginning of all of that, and that right. was shit ten years after you even have AIM. Yeah. yeah, but I think that people like us, like you were talking about earlier, like <clears throat> the boredom thing and kids like playing games and things like that. Yeah. I think that people our our age group up will go and use it as a way to obtain information. Definitely. And a way to gain knowledge rather than just to just use it for a method of entertainment, which yeah. a lot of the the younger generation look at it as entertainment only. Yeah, and Until don't they know get how to. to a point where yeah, they'll have to use it for for information. Exactly. Like, uh, <laughs> not gonna name any names. Nope. Said party. Not gonna name any names, but <laughs> one person all the time putting on Facebook. Does anybody know? Anybody know where oh, yeah. how to blah blah blah? And yeah. Will Hannah will go Google dot com every time. <laughs> <laughs> like what time is the Jets game? Google dot com. Hey, come on, man! It's pretty easy. You older than me, and you can find almost anything out there now. Mm. But I definitely get all my news from Twitter. Um, I don't watch like the local news or CNN or any of that shit. Yeah, um, so me neither. The the Twitter CEO guy was actually talking about this that um, you know if you do get your news from Twitter, it's most likely slanted to you know people you like and people that you yeah. agree with. So you might not be getting the whole the whole story. You're getting a hundred percent of the news that's slanted towards you, and not you know zero. Well, that's only of the opposing view. That's only <clears throat> if you don't follow people that you don't agree with their opinion. Right. So I, I feel like you sort of have to pull from 
Yeah, and you can. Um, I don't know that I do. It just made me think. I didn't think about it too long, but and and I, honestly, at this point, I like I've forgotten who I follow because I just you know just blindly just swipe through it, um, and really don't even and you don't spend too much time on each tweet. I mean, each tweet just kind of yeah, it's like a f- flight is just gone. Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll I'll read. Sometimes I'll go into the comment, like go into the comment section to just see yeah. what people people think about it, like. Uh, I don't know why 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 Chris D'Elia's name keeps coming up right now. But I'm thinking yeah. about like Chris D'Elia will like he always ends up arguing with somebody in his comments about, about something. Yeah. Well, yeah, about nothing. Yeah. And and I'm like I don't understand why you you feel the need to do that. And I mean because Joe Rogan has talked about his his shit so many times. Like he's like, dude, I'll tweet and yeah, don't even engage. Don't like, read it. Don't read comments. I don't it's care if they're positive, there. negative, or not. I don't read any of them. You drive yourself crazy. You yeah. Don't engage. Um, Crystal Lee is really funny on the new Netflix special, by the way. The thirty. I wish he had more than 30 minutes. Yeah, him and, uh, oh, man. Schwartzen. Well, Schwartzen's always hilarious. He's one of my favorites. But the first guy, oh, Neil Brennan, who he was, was the on, first guy with the glass. It's on that. Um, he was on Tom, Your Mom's House podcast yesterday. Oh, really? Yeah, him and... Uh, Paul, Paul, somebody. No, I don't know. But that was that was a uh, Tom Segura and Christina Pajewski's. Yeah, which you know that. But your mom's house podcast, very good podcast. Neil Brennan, Brennan was on uh, He's one of the creators of the Chappelle Show. I guess him and Chappelle were co-creators and like great buds. And uh, doesn't get much credit for it, but is hilarious and really both him and uh, Delia made me laugh out loud like by myself watching it. At my house, which is hard to do. Yeah, if you're not in a group, like I was, I was talking to somebody last night, uh, uh, Alexa. Hey, Alexa, about Alexa. Uh, not that Alexa. Uh. <laughs> I have none of that Alexa. I have none of that shit. I haven't, in my go, house. I haven't gone there either. Me either. I was talking to her last night. Though uh, she loves Chris D'Elia, and girls uh, tend to like him. Yeah, and it's so funny because his most prominent bit is about drunk girls and it's so spot on it's hilarious and uh it's it's funny that they 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 like that but um i was telling her i was like it just seemed like the whole thing was just him doing his voices yeah and doing his stuff like that and i and i, the, I get the, the like the australian yeah yeah he went in, that was pretty funny it was great but yeah but i wanted i need something in between that right like i i wanted i wish i wish there were another 30 minutes of just filler stuff filler. like him talking in between like yeah. not just not just doing bit just after his, bit after bit after bit yeah when well, he can get in there and really yeah he because the only time he ad lived during the whole thing was when he first walked out and his mic wasn't working. Do you remember that? Like, so he, he yeah. walked out and the mic wasn't working, and he was like, and then it came on. He was like, literally the only thing I need. Yeah, the it only- didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good though. Yeah, the only thing. Oh, what? No, just a microphone. That's all. That's, That's only, it. That's all I need. If this doesn't work, I might as well just leave. Yeah, but it was funny. And in general, that that I didn't enjoy any of the international ones. I haven't uh, even watched them. I think there was three or four Americans. Um, so it was Neil Brennan, Delia Swartzen, and who else did you just say? I don't know. Um, anyway, I think it was four Americans, maybe five. Anyway, and then uh, you know, there's like ones from they go like India, UK, um, 
all over the world. There's yeah. probably ten different countries with like Netherlands with well, five or six different comedians. I didn't realize that there were five seasons of this thing. That's what I was confused. I haven't seen. Yeah, I looked at I it. And I only it was saw like this. season five is the yeah, one. Yeah, I think that I only saw season shit. two. Maybe I haven't dug into it enough, but the three or four that I saw just kind of rolled back to back to back. Yeah, were pretty, were pretty funny. Now, I how do you feel about the Sebastian Man- Manicalco? Manical Manical? Do I know about this? What about it? The um, he's the guy. He's just got the. He just had a special. To come out recently, and he's got that very thick New oh, York. Uh, I saw it, but I haven't. He takes so much seen time. It. He takes so much time, and his voice is just like so fucking annoying. Like a Dice I, Clay, or worse. Uh, see, I could listen to Dice. I was crazy day. about Dice. He's now like is is like a novelty, and I can watch yeah. it and laugh about it. But um, what's that doing? <laughs> I can't, read, I can't get around there anymore. You remember? Yes. But no, nah, I love Dice. I can listen to Dice talk, just just uh, tell stories. Uh, but even the, even the bits and the hickory dickory dock, all that bullshit. Yeah, that's like, the that's, part. That's, that's fine. But, back then, yeah. But yeah, it's it's very dicey. I guess he's. Uh, I would play some of it. But I don't want to get kicked off of YouTube. Um, right. But yeah, his voice is just. Really, really, just it's really thick. Yeah, and I don't know this guy. I don't think you listened to a couple seconds of uh, just a couple seconds of him on anything, and you'll yeah, this guy. He's like, like he just like hams up. Oh yeah, he's a, he's a little much. He looks a little like Tony Danza. He does like Tony Danza, like a, like a young. Uh, Young Tony Danza. Yeah, exactly. So he just hams up the the New York accent. Yeah, and then you'll hear him. You'll hear him, and you'll hear him forget that he's supposed to be doing that. Right. In the middle of the show, and like, then you hear him like, I I hear him say things like, "Dude, the things that you were saying a while ago were really funny. I just couldn't get past the way you were presenting them. Like, if you would just speak like that, yeah, I would be laying in the fucking floor laughing at this shit right now. um, Like, what is the old redneck comedy? What is it called? The the blue collar yeah blue collar yeah Larry kinda, Cable guy those guys yeah they just kind of yuck it up with the southern thing yeah and it works Ron White is the only one that I believe Man, Ron White is so funny he's the only one of those that I believe like him and Bill Ing- Bill Ingvall I thought was was the he yeah. had the best individual stand up out of all those guys but, I like Ron White better than him but that's I, I like that's Ron close. White better than yeah, him too but as far when when all when that one came out they all four had their individual specials yeah. not not within that but they're like that were released yeah, separately yeah. Bill Ingvalls was the I best have to go back and where try he, that one. he he was like he uh just talking about one of his daughter brought one of his one of her friends around and she was all dressed in black she's like hey hey dad this is my friend Lucy and he was like oh hi Lucy Fur. <laughs> I don't know why that was so funny to me back then, but he was really good. But Ron White has stayed relevant until today. Yeah, he's he's still he was just on maybe Theo Vaughn or Rogan. One of those. Yeah, he was I on which one? He was on Theo. Well, he was on Rogan like a year ago. Yeah, which is still recent. But God, he's so good. He brought he's he's doing this uh, tequila now. Oh, that's right. And he brought that bottle of tequila to Joe Rogan's podcast, and they probably smoked two blunts oh, yeah. and drank easily like half a bottle of that tequila. Not they worried were about fucked it. up by the not end of that. Not worried about it. Hilarious. It was good. Definitely not a sober October episode. No, 
No, I tried that this year. How'd it go? How uh, I made it. I made it uh, fifteen days. Good. It was. Um, it was really boring. Um, yeah, that's but luckily that's I had it. all this internet content and um, Netflix to to fight through the boredom. I didn't have to be creative on my own. But uh, no, it was good. It was uh, it was fine. I just it just it's just not realistic to to go that long, especially yeah. through football season and and whatever. But that's the thing that I think that those guys aren't aren't taking into account because they don't do none of those guys other than uh, Tom Segura. Yeah, he's like the only real football fan out of them. And the rest of those are just Southern California. Just not, yeah, not a thing for those guys. I don't think yeah. Burt cares about anything but, but being not. fat. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Just yoga. Fat Bert. Fat Bert just doing yoga for a month. Fat Bert doing it. And not for 11. <laughs> so how familiar are you with DDP? Um, what is DDP? Isn't that a wrestling move? The Diamond Dallas Page. Oh, yeah. I don't know a lot about him. I've heard him on uh, on Rogan yeah. here and there, but no, I don't know much about him. So he's doing this thing now called DDP Yoga. Yeah. And Jake the Snake talked about it. Like He was like, dude, it changed like my life. Lifesaver. Yeah. Changed my life. Really <laughs> saved my life. And it's like yoga that's for like fat people, big guys. Okay. Not, not necessarily fat people, but yeah. but just like these are all big guys, you know. They're, 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 they were pro wrestlers for all these years. Right. I mean, those aren't small, small people. Yeah. So I was like, you know what, man? One of these days, I might just cut on the television to some DDP yoga and start doing some of this bullshit. And he did it? No, I didn't do it yet. Oh, I thought you were talking about um, Jake the Snake. You're talking about yourself. Oh, Jake the Snake did it. Maybe, man. Maybe on your next, the next time I come in, we can we can set up a little little yoga by the TV. I got my there. mat. I got God, my mat over there already. Hilarious. I got, <laughs> I got, dude. I can tell you what, man. I'll fuck up a warrior pose right did now. Did I tell you? I can't. I feel like I told you about my yoga experience last time I was I was in here. Maybe I didn't. I don't know, but if you did, it's worth a hear. It's worth yeah, a, it's another hear. So my, um, I'm having like a moment where I think I did, but so anyway, my cousin in um, New Jersey, we go to the we go to the Jersey Shore every year for uh, in August for the beach. Yeah, um, my dad's from up that way. So anyway, his family's all still up there. So my one cousin had just come back from uh, Washington State or somewhere and had gotten her yoga instructor yoga land certificate. Oh, all the way, total yoga land. Um, got her yoga instructor certification or however that goes. Yeah. And so the whole family, you know, me, my cousins, couple aunts, we would go on the beach every day, and she would do like a thirty-minute yoga session, and like very beginner, like none of us, we're not, not necessarily a, a yoga, yeah, yoga type family. Um, so anyway, it was great, and I felt like really relaxed, and I was stretching out and doing all the things, and it's probably gonna have pretty good balance. Who knew? Yeah. Um, so anyway, it was, I really enjoyed it, and it kind of cleared your head and. Feeling kind of good, good way to start the day, especially on vacation. So, I came back from a week of that and tried to go to the yoga studio in Myrtle Beach. Hot yoga. Well, it was um, August in Myrtle Beach, and we were in an upstairs room of a studio with a window cracked like this and no air conditioning. So it was a uh, uh, hot yoga. It was, it was pretty hot. Um, and I called ahead and I told the lady. Hey, you know, I just did this thing with my cousin. You know, I, I want your your very basic, most beginner class. So I show up to this yoga studio, and I knew it was going to go sideways because as soon as I walked in, take off your shoes! Take off, you have to take off your shoes! And I was like, whoa. 
I'm this gonna go back this way. I thought this was supposed to be relaxing. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing it wrong. So I get in there and <laughs> it's a room not much bigger than this, with probably probably eight or ten of us kind of lined up around yeah. the thing, and everyone's kind of like stretching. And then this one guy comes in who I've met since then. That's that's a nice guy, um, and he starts like doing the thing where you like put your legs out straight and like wrap your arms around your feet like he's just like bending over like all the way over mm. like a pretzel like a mm. I, I was calling him the praying mantis because he was just like and then he'd just do a handstand for no reason at all and just kind of fall back into a yoga pose and just doing all this stuff so it was not only was it I'm hot not, I'm not in the right place and it, I was not it, not only was it, was it hot and not super inviting it was also super intimidating because all these people are, like, really good at it. So they start going, and I'm, like, drenched, like, all the way, just sweat, pouring yeah. sweat. I made it, like, 45 minutes, which I was pretty proud of. That's very admirable. But it was an hour and a half mm. class. So it was, like, I was just done. Like I, I, And I was so sweaty that I took the towel that the lady gave me because I didn't want to leave my, like, sweat towel. But I left my yoga mat there. So that, I think that was the last time I did yoga. I might have done it one other time in New Jersey since then, but it was it was horrible. A few weeks ago, I did this. I did P90X, like, for seven days. How was it? And <clears throat> it was great. Is it like, hard? Uh, yes. Yeah. Um, but I, I did only one video. I did Cardio X. Okay. And because I, I don't need the other stuff. Like, I'm fine with... I just want to burn weight. Yeah. I just want to burn weight. That's That's all I wanted to do. So I I used Cardio X, and I would do, like, you know, 30 minutes. And I feel like if I did 30 minutes of that every single day, I wouldn't even have to change any of eating habits. I would have to lose weight. I would have to. Like, if I just did that every day. And I ended up on, like, the seventh seventh day, what would have been the eighth day, I think. I tried to start it and just just was like, you know what, man, I've done seven days. I made it. I'm tired. I I, I can I can take a seven day and a day off. That's what I can and do. And then that was it? So I did seven, I took my day off and I'm still on my day off and it's, it's like been at least a month. See? Just like that. <clears throat> just like that. But in Cardio X when it first starts out, <clears throat> excuse me, it, it uh you do a little yoga. And basically, you're, you're doing basically vinyasas, which is like, I don't know if you're familiar with that the term at all, but it's I, like I, a it's like a downward it. dog yeah. into and into an upward yeah. upward dog. Is it called? Is it upward dog? Is it all dog? When you're like arched your back, yeah, yeah, to that, ground. yeah, and then back to downward dog, mm-hmm. and then like you 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 jump your feet up. And then you go into like, uh, like your, your warrior pose, yeah, yeah. and then your uh, mm-hmm. your whatever have you, all the all the other Those shit things. Dude, that's just in the warm-ups. Crazy. All of those things are just in the warm-ups. So by the time you get done with your stretches and your the yoga that they they make it, by the time you get started with the actual workout. I'm I'm winded. I'm winded already out, like sweating. Yeah, yeah. I'm already like. And you haven't started the card, the actual cardio. No, I haven't started the actual cardio yet. And I mean, I'm literally like 
talking to myself like you fat fuck you better fucking do this like I'm <laughs> just saying you don't you stop. dare fucking stop you have, you have laid your ass in bed and, I'm, yep. and I will talk shit to myself because that's what I do I'm, I'm, I'm the that best at talking shit at, this, at the yoga thing I was like I'm not stopping this bitch is not going to beat me I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show her I'm going to finish this thing I don't care how hard this stupid thing gets and damn I just couldn't do it man I got to a point where I was just like jelly like I couldn't yeah. couldn't do another thing you get to a point to where you're like, there's these things where you where you do kicks over the chair and then back over the chair, like oh god, like one leg, one leg, and then yeah. And I was seeing Tony Horton. It's like, all right, it's time to grab your stools, ladies and oh, gentlemen. Shit. And then my body would just start walking over here towards this chair, and I'm like, you crazy <laughs> motherfucker, you, you stupid, you crazy <laughs> motherfucker. Like, how are you doing this? How are you? What are you doing to me? Stop you crazy motherfucker, stop it! And it's just like my body's just continuously saying, like, damn it, we need to fucking do this. I like it. We're gonna do it. And I sit that chair down, and I start doing that. And then it's like, okay, now you're gonna take your Heisman's, you're gonna do that, and then you're gonna jump back and forth this way and oh, back man. and forth all the shit and now you're gonna take the shot shoot and i take it on the other side and shoot and I, it's like, dude what are you doing to me you're killing yourself i've never made it halfway through the actual workout but you're getting so but you did 30 minutes of it i well not quite the first day i did 20 20 25 minutes perfect the second day and and i did what i would do is i would send snapchats like I might have even sent you a couple. Like just laughing at uh, it? No, just me just like, <laughs> I'm dying. I love y'all. If I'm dead, it was good to know Come you. you know, like, like, yeah, for real. Like, I'm dead. Like, I'm out of breath. I'm winded. And and I would get to the point to where, like, I would be breathing so hard and my heart rate would be up so much that yeah. it would be concerning. And I'm like, well, you know what? This is a hell of a way to go out. If I'm going to go, do it. if I'm going to go, then it's going to be from this. Feeling good. That's right. Like, out of all the cocaine that I did in my life that <laughs> has made me thing. feel like this, if this is what takes me out, then damn it, I'm proud. We're done here. No, no, yeah, no, no more need for any of that shit. Thanks for having me. Yeah, appreciate y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Take hit the gift shop on the way out. <laughs> but yeah, man, I just I don't know. I feel like I want to I want to do things like that, and I want to get to the point to where my will to actually do those things outweigh my want to do them. Yeah, because so, I can want all I want to, but I haven't. Yeah. My problem is I want to do other things besides that thing. It's not that I don't want to do that because I do want to do that. But it's just like have other priorities ahead of that, yeah. that that need to probably change. So one of these days I'll um, get bored of doing the other stuff. And, um, and probably pretty soon when the sun starts getting out a little later in the day, that typically, uh, typically helps my, my mood and my motivation. Um, so that actually, I think that's here in a couple of weeks with the, um, with the time change, which will be I nice. I forget about that time change, man. And speaking of your um, your red moon eclipse, or whatever the hell it was, um, your your photos are pretty uh, pretty right interesting. On. Yeah, they're really good. You right out. That? Well, I mean, where were you? You hear that? Oh, oh, Celestron, Celestron. You hear that? Yeah, my <clears throat> my stepmom sent me my stepmom sent me pictures. My dad got a telescope too just recently, and. Um, she got uh, she got him one, and I, I'm, he has no idea how to like yeah. mess around with it. But yeah, I was literally just right out here, right, right in your parking lot, right there. Because awesome. when it gets dark out here, there's no street lights right here in this area, uh, yeah. so there's nothing to take any 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 light away yep. from the sky. So like I got and it was just like right there. Yep. 
Awesome. Well, right. It was direct, it was straight ahead. Oh, wow. like it was. What time was it? That was probably about one in between eleven and one. Okay, I wasn't up that late. I remember. I think when I saw it, it was kind of like out over, kind of out over Garden City. It must have yeah. come up from there, but it wasn't um, especially cool to look at at that point. It was big, but it wasn't yeah colored or or you know. I got some really eclipsed. good shots of it when it was just full, like yeah. just a, <clears throat> dude. This this thing, and I have this adapter. Like I was wondering there. how you took the pictures through it. Yeah, I'll actually. Everybody wonders. Don't break it. Uh, this adapter here. Oh wow! It like uh, my the phone, phone just sits right in there. Yep. It holds. Pretty cool. Yeah. And hold it. it, it <clears throat> I've got it set to where it's just right over the camera and my phone. Perfect. And yeah, it just holds it there. But this this thing is there's so many moving parts. There's so so temperamental. Like all these little different things yeah. that you could loosen up, and because the moon was so high in the sky, I didn't even have this like tightened up at all. Just straight up, it was just crazy. Yeah, and, and then, then I was looking to, at your phone, mm-hmm. or looking at the thing, and then put the phone. No, I, I was well because it was so low. I can't get down this low. Oh, yeah, to to see it. If you keep you doing know? yoga, you'll be able to. Well, one of these days, that was <laughs> that's, that's my that's my goal. So, and not only that, this this little this little guy here is mm-hmm. a, is a laser sight. Oh, right. But the battery's dead in it. Great. So you have to blind find it instead of like you can look through this and and line up where the laser is. What you're going to be seeing. Yeah, and then then it's basically here, but. Cool. Because you have to blind look for everything. I was limited in, in the shit that I could do. What you could find, yeah. So I had to, yeah, just, just like hook my phone up to it. And then whenever I got close to light, right, just like slowly zero in on that shit. But dude. Just right. Yeah. I, I've been doing this shit. Like this is my, that technically was my third or fourth full moon. Yeah. That I've had with this adapter and like taking pictures of it and shit, and I'm like kind of obsessed with into that. it. It was pretty cool. Yeah, I think that's the next thing that I'm gonna like go ham on. Like outside of the podcast thing, I was like like just taking pictures and getting other lenses for stars and such. Yeah, awesome. Try to take some pictures of planets and shit. I never got Jupiter. into like the astronomy stuff, but it's um, I'll look I'll look at your pictures for sure, dude. Appreciate that oh, because I'm 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 the non astronomer type guy. Okay, perfect. Yeah. I'll uh I'll like and comment. If you're not in the skin Neil deGrasse Tyson's like Oh my god astrophysics for people in a hurry. <laughs> <laughs> he's a genius, by the way. God, he's a genius. I feel like anytime you feel like you're smart, you're just watching Neil deGrasse Tyson video and you're like, Yeah, not I've got a lot of thing. Yeah. <clears throat> he's he's a genius. I forget what he was talking about something last time. I, I'm not going to come up with it, but comparing like a uh, comparing the Earth um, scaled down to a a pool a pool ball like a pool cue, yeah, and saying that the um, the dimples on a pool cue like at that um, scale wouldn't be like would be as like smaller than the the way like the mountains. Mountain ranges, like the highest mountain to the lowest ocean, like you could never get that on that scale. So basically, you know how like some or, uh, globes will have like bumps where the mountains yeah. are and all that stuff. And he was basically just saying that's bullshit. Yeah, there's no way to scale that down to, to that to, size. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just a kind of a relief way to do it. But anyway, he's he's genius and he can dumb anything down. 
to, yeah. a, to a pool ball, which is which is pretty funny. He really does. He's good at explaining those things. That's why I like uh, I like his work. Like, I watch Cosmos a lot mm-hmm. on Netflix, and he's he does have a way of explaining shit to where he knows there's no way a layman's going to understand this. Yeah, we can't figure this out. Yeah, but he does know how to break it down to where we can sort of figure out what he's Kinda talking get about. An eye on it, exactly. Yeah, he's he's good. Yeah, he makes me feel like an idiot every time, every time. But then, hopefully, continuously watching him makes you feel like less of an idiot. It makes you feel smart just because you're watching him. It doesn't make me smarter. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it makes me feel smarter. It doesn't make me smarter. Yeah, like when whenever uh, Seth asks a question at trivia, like this astrophysicist wrote the book Astrophysics for people in a hurry. And I get to just hand me the book, hand me the book. Yeah, I done. got it. We're I got done. this. I know this. I'm I know smart. how to spell it. I'm smart. <clears throat> Fuck you guys. <laughs> Fuck you peasant dummies. I know this. <laughs> but but yeah, that makes you feel intelligent. What I was going to say is when we were talking about, and not to completely halt oh, yeah. this and go back to where we were, but you said that'll be a great segue into the oh, next yeah. thing I was going to. Did you ever get to that next thing not. that you were going to talk about? By I the way, not. out of that, I wanted to. Um, I wanted to talk to you because we um, we have two very different ways of looking at Clemson right now. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> <laughs> and I heard a, um, a really my my dentist actually um, who I saw today. Shout out, Doctor Bob Swanson, Coastal Smile Center. 6,800 North Kings Highway. <laughs> he, I don't think he'll ever hear this. Uh, <laughs> he'll never hear this. But anyway, he has a theory that the uh, the ascent of Clemson um, is Jimbo Fisher's wife's fault. Now then... Explain. If you think back, Florida State had their hand on Clemson's forehead and just had them kind of under their thumb and beating them around forever, pretty much. Yeah. Clemson would sneak up here and there. Then Jimbo Fisher's, and I've kind of forgotten about this, Jimbo Fisher's wife went and slept with a former Florida wide receiver and I'm not going to remember his name, but a guy that was from Tallahassee. I didn't remember that. Yeah, this was, um, and like like we were talking about earlier, this is based on half-ass internet research. But yeah, and then she also um, slept with the Florida. I don't know if he was the women's tennis coach, Florida State or Florida. I'm sorry, Florida State. Okay. So the first guy was a former Florida wide receiver, but was from Tallahassee. And had retired from the NFL to Tallahassee and was just, you know, around town. And she slept with this guy. And then, who was just a big black guy for, for whatever reference that is. And then the second guy was like the assistant women's tennis coach or something. And was like a, supposedly like a socialite type guy in, in Tallahassee. Was that you, Tom Segura? Damn, Tom. Shouldn't have done that. Tommy Buttons. So, so his theory is that this... Fucked up Jimbo Fisher, which in turn, like, it accounts for the slump that Florida State sort of fell into. Yeah. We had Mark Richt kind of jerking around in Georgia, 
I mean, still getting talent, but not like elite, elite talent like they they usually do. So you had sort of a vacuum, and somehow, fucking Dabo, just just perfect timing, perfect storm. Carolina shits itself is like getting yeah. getting itself going. <clears throat> then here comes Deshaun Watson, and then yeah, and then all of a sudden, <clears throat> and it's just it's just kind of all falling into place. That you know, Florida, Florida State, Miami have all just kind of like fallen off. Yeah, UCF is definitely the power of college in Florida. Yeah, all right of now. a sudden, yeah, and Florida's coming back. I don't think Miami's probably ever coming back. Um, so anyway, then it just it just kind of and you had Georgia sort of in their eyes mediocre. I mean, ten and two is not mediocre in my eyes, but in their eyes it is. And in like this elite college, yeah, this top five, it's it's just not there. Um, that that uh, oh, and then the other the other shitty part for Carolina fans is that Brad Scott was our coach before Lou Holtz, so we fired him, and then Clemson hired him immediately as I think their offensive line coach. Just a fair playbook, pretty much, pretty much, yeah, and just like fuck you, and he was also a. Um, he was a Bobby Bowden guy under – he was Bobby Bowden's offensive coordinator at Florida State back in, like, the 90s before he came to Carolina. So then Tommy Bowden was at Clemson. So then they hired him kind of like, all the, you know, the yeah, coaching, yeah. coaching tree stuff. Um, but anyway, so now his son, Brad Scott's son, I think is Clemson's wide receiver coach or on their staff anyway, and is, like, known as one of the top two or three recruiters in the country. Just like goes into Florida and gets whoever he wants. Well, he's doing a fine job in Clemson if he's he recruiting is. up there, man. Because damn, yeah, they're getting they're getting it done. They are. So my my angle is an angle of just utter disbelief, um, where we you know we beat them five times in a row, and now we've lost to them five times in a row, and they've won two national championships, which is like so absurd. Yeah, and it's like you can't. It's like so now like when people talk about Clemson. Or Trump, I'm just like, oh yeah, man, it's all it's crazy. Like I don't, I don't even argue. <laughs> you right. I mean, right. oh man, that's mm, that's crazy. Ooh. Damn, that's wow. wild, man. Yeah, they're they're good. Ugh. But I, I hate it. Yeah. I hate it. Well, and I, then your place is a whole different angle at it. Here's the difference: is that Alabama has won so much. Yeah. We've won so much over the last few years. Yeah. Like over the last decade. It's been Alabama. It's been uh it's been Alabama in the conversation. We have we have won so much that any Alabama any Alabama fan who is alive right now and coherent during these last few years, we've won enough to where we don't need to win for the rest of our lives to yeah. have still had that point in our lives where we're like crushed everything everything yeah where we dominated everybody except mm-hmm. except for south carolina right hilarious i don't that even count yeah jesus <laughs> it, it, it counts and, and i had this conversation last night memory. again one of the greatest one of probably the greatest carolina team of all time definitely without a doubt you got alshon uh, Garcia, uh, Lattimore, Clowney. Yeah, Stephon Gilmore. Gilmore, yep. DJ Swearinger. Melvin Gordon. Yeah, yeah. Melvin Ingram. Yeah. Ingram, Ingram. Yeah, they're all yeah. the other charger. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, they're, like, I think I think I saw that 10 of the ten of the defensive um, starters were in, ended up in the NFL 
and like productive NFL players. Yeah, which is crazy. And then couldn't couldn't even win an SEC with the best team ever, which is frustrating as hell. Yeah, I mean, and that was that was pretty intense. But yeah, I mean, we we wrecked everybody yeah. that we went up against, and you've heard me say it. So many times, like you know what? If we lose, we've won enough. We've, yeah, that's enough for you that's know, enough for like one person's lifetime easily. Yeah, we've gotten more championships in the last decade How than most sports fans will ever years? have. How many do you have in ten years? Five. Yeah, that's solid. Because Nick Saban's got six, and he had one in LSU. That's right. That's right. Yeah, five in ten years is um pretty, Ain't bad. Pretty good run. And then how many in the ten years for that zero? In the ten years before that, we ninety two. We had one in ninety two. Right. So yeah, no zero in, in the ten years before that. That's crazy that it took from nine. So from ninety two and then oh eight was the first one or oh nine. Oh nine. Yeah. Oh eight was Tim Tebow. We beat Tim Tebow in oh nine. That's right. I hated Tim Tebow. I hated him too, but his character is coming around on me. Like he's finally going to get the bus. I haven't heard from him because he's in a, engaged. In a while. Oh, is he? He finally get the bus. He's gonna fill it up with children. He gonna get. He gonna fill up rivers the shit oh, out of this god. this thing. He's gonna. He's gonna. Um, he gonna have a baseball team too. <laughs> oh my god! He can have he's it. got a baseball team. Um, um, he's gonna circumcise them all himself. Probably. <laughs> Here's the thing, man. He's. He he's really good in the booth. You can tell he's got a good. Oh, I haven't heard him in the booth. He he's he, he worked he's for the SEC Network. Play? He worked in the SEC Network That's for right. quite a while. I, I guess I see him on the game day stuff. But yeah, I don't think I've I've actually heard him call. It. Does he call games? Yeah, he's called he's called a few games, yeah. uh, but he mostly does like post game shit. Yeah, like, That's what, uh, I guess I've seen him do that stuff. Yeah. Um, which he he's done a really good job. You can tell that he knows the game. For sure, you can tell that he he's probably like Kirk Herb Street two point coming that direction. Yeah, yeah, like he'll probably be that that polarizing, good looking dude that's gonna be in yeah. our faces for the next thirty years. Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah. And and I don't mind it because you could tell that he has a he has a good mind. And I I hate that he didn't get more of an opportunity to show himself in the NFL because he did he took the Denver Broncos kind of amazing he took the Denver bro he took the Denver Broncos to the playoffs and then Peyton lost and they beat um right they beat the Patriots to get to the uh did they get to the Super Bowl that year I don't know. Or maybe the know. AFC Championship but I know they I think beat, it was championship game I think it was the last uh, that might have been the last time Brady lost a uh, a playoff game other than other than a Super Bowl Dude, um, which is wild. Tim Tebow is a winner. Yeah, he does. He is a winner, man, and I hate that he never got the opportunity to 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 like shine. I know every time that he played South Carolina, it was like four rushing touchdowns and three passing touchdowns. It was just like every time you can't stop just him. Unstoppable. Like third and two, you're done. I mean, Score at will and thank yeah, Jesus. Yeah, just yeah, that's right. Yeah, every time. Score at will and thank God. Getting to it. He. He reminds me of the. He reminds me of Herb Street just because of like I can see that now that you say it. He really reminds me of that, just like that stud college quarterback mm-hmm. that you're like, this dude's going to be a stud in the yeah. NFL, and then he goes to the NFL and it doesn't work out so well. But then he's like, you know what? 
I just I think the Lord wants me to play baseball now. Yeah, let's give this a shot. Let's give it a shot. And I think he's still in Columbia. Yeah, on the uh, the Fireflies. Fireflies. That's right. I've never been. I heard that's a yeah, cool stadium. Yeah, good uh, good little afternoon out. Yeah, I've never been either. <clears throat> Obviously, he's not that great because he's still in Columbia. Right, still at. So, uh, I think they're one A. Yeah, and the Mets did not do well. No, they're not. The, uh, the big, so. They're not ready this year. They're not ready. There's um there's two two gentlemen that have come through Columbia. Um, that have kind of been legendary as far as um, their um, exploits with the college girls, and those those two are um, Kirk Herbstreit, who you just mentioned. Apparently, just I think maybe has changed his ways now from from just. And this is all strictly sports rumor mill stuff. Yeah, but uh, Kirk Herbstreit, whenever whenever he would go to a, to any town, any college town. Um, but there's there's stories of him. Yeah, there's stories of him with sorority girls in Columbia. Um, when and that was, gosh, that had to be eight or nine, ten years ago. And then the other one is um, Dale Earnhardt Jr. Oh, <laughs> apparently would just come through town and just like revolving door through the uh, through the Hilton. Wow. Um, yeah, yeah. So send him on in. Yeah, come on, come on in. What's your name? I'm gonna rev him up. <laughs> <laughs> You're court low, honey. So those are two. Uh, those are two. Those are two kind of uh, kind of legends in, in Columbia. Did you uh, Street and, and Earnhardt? Did you hear uh, hear him on Rogan? Yes, really good. I thought so too. I, I was like insightful that I wouldn't have thought. Yeah, exactly. Just hearing him talk about his dad. Yeah, I got really choked up just yeah. because I'm a redneck at heart. You, you just know? have it in you. You can't help it. I was never a race fan, but um, I mean, you can't grow up here and not. Like that's like Dale yeah. Earnhardt number three. That's it's right. Just legendary. I mean, everyone knows. I don't know any other race card number ever except number three. That's just the one. You know, and I mean, you can't not know it if you if you live in the South. Dale Earnhardt. Listen, and all these people talking about a wall right now. <laughs> Damn. Come on. Damn. <clears throat> Got him. That ain't right. <laughs> Everybody talking about a wall, knowing that that's what killed that's, Dale. That's, <laughs> Come on, of, y'all. One of my one of my favorite. Um, <laughs> Fuck with Repack is because uh, you know he does these like um, race car simulators on his yeah. computer and and the um, flight simulator stuff. I'm like, yeah, Repack's got a Hans device on his on his computer chair and he's back there doing, doing his racing <laughs> racing simulators. What's that? You know the Hans device. So this is like the thing that keeps you from like your head from oh. <laughs> banging around when you get in a wreck. You know your head from yeah yeah yeah. Um, yeah, the Hans device that, and I think that came from Dale Earnhardt. Might have come from the Earnhardt. Right? Yeah, one hundred percent. One of the uh, like one of the advances that came out of that. One hundred percent. That's what it was. Like they yeah. and and Dale Earnhardt Jr. talked about that in the podcast. He was like, you know, it breaks my heart to know that if my dad would have had that, yeah, that he yeah, would still he be here. You yeah. know, and, and shit. Just think of all it's the like lives that. that he saved. Yeah, by just try, and you know what's. Was another another inside information. Daryl Waltrip's wife mm-hmm. used to always print out a Bible verse and tape it to the inside of his car. Once Dale Earnhardt heard about that, and mm-hmm. he said, "Could you get her to do that for me too?" Oh no, kidding! Do you know what the Bible verse was on his car that last day at Daytona? Build that wall. Yep. What? <laughs> <laughs> it was. The Lord's strength is a strong tower, and and those or, or the the Lord is a strong tower, and those and the righteous run into it. No way. So it's like the Lord is a strong tower, yeah. and the righteous run into it. Crazy. 
So the Lord was a strong tower. Oh. Dale Earnhardt run into right it. Right straight to it. Right straight into it. Damn it, Miss Waltrip. Damn it, Miss Daryl. Damn. <clears throat> but, yeah, it was a <clears> – <throat> you can still, though, it, it, you think back to where you were whenever you hear of, like, whenever you hear 9-11. I remember where I was when 9-11 happened. For sure. I remember where I was when I heard Dale Earnhardt died. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I remember Dale Earnhardt specifically, like, where I was. Um, yeah, I don't I don't have a, a reference for that. I was just about to go to church that night. Were you on your way? Oh, yeah. We were just about to go to church. Smyrna. So it was, a, it was a, I guess it would have been a Sunday night if it was race time. Yeah. Damn it. It was bad. And it was like in the beginning of the race, too, I'm pretty sure. To yeah. hit the wall, like it was either really? the beginning or the very end. I remember just being young. And I remember one of my, my buddies, Drew Tinker. Hey, Drew. Hey, what's up, Drew? Andrew. <clears throat> Uh, Drew Meggs, Drew Tinker, he came out, he had a, uh, like a, what you call those, dog tags. Oh, yeah. Put a Dale Earnhardt 3 on it. He was like, I cried for the first time in a long time today. Damn, Tinker. Really? What happened? And he showed me that 3. And I was like, oh, man, I forgot about it until, it's the sort of thing that is so bad. That you immediately wash it from your memory. Yeah, and then it comes. And it's like right back. Like, shit. Yeah. I done forgot about it until you say something true. I, um, I went to my first NASCAR race this year. They're I went, awesome. I went to Darlington. Darlington is a hell of a place to watch a race. Me, uh, who was it? Me, Brooke, Repack. Who was our fourth? I'm going to draw a blank. Um, oh, wait. No, Adam Dellinger was supposed to go, but he bailed on us. Man, I cannot remember. I'm, whoever you are, the fourth person, and I'm like, Sorry. I feel horrible about this. But anyway, it was, yeah, it was fantastic. We were down on the pit thing, and it's just noise and people hustle bustle all over the place. Yep. And the fans like are like into it. It's it's awesome. Oh yeah, it's awesome. I was at Darlington tonight. They cut on the lights for the first time. It was a truck race. Oh wow. Yep. The lady in black. Lady in Black, the old track, too tough to tame, baby. (laughs) I remember when that Winston Tower used to be called Winston Tower, and it was bright-ass red. Yep. I spent a lot of time on the racetrack, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Down down in Pit Row? Down in Pit Row. I spent a lot of time every Friday night when I was young. Down at Darlington? Well, I went to Darlington a lot. Yeah. But every Friday night, I went to Florence Motor Speedway. Okay. And then on Saturday nights, we would either go to Lakeview or Dirt Track or come down here to Myrtle Beach for asphalt. And then we would get every time. So you were all into that lifestyle growing up. Yeah. Um, uh, Well, my stepdad's stepdad's nephew, Uh uh, he raised late models. Okay. So we did that. All my my childhood. I grew up at the racetrack all my childhood. And. Whenever we would always get tickets to like the truck races and the bush race, because yeah. whenever whenever you get they do the bush race and the truck race when it was called bush, I don't know what it's called now. The uh, the bush series is it uh, nationwide, maybe <clears throat> that might even be gone by now. Maybe I'm not sure, but back then it was the bush series yeah. and the and the the Craftsman truck series, right? But um, why the fuck do I know all this? Uh, but. <laughs> Anyway, you would get tickets to both of those races. Yeah. So, I mean, one ticket would get you into the bush race and the truck race. 
So the bush race was in the daytime. The truck race would be later at night. The first time they ever cut the lights on it they, at Darlington nice. was uh, the truck race for that night. So we went, saw the bush race. Uh, one of the bush boys won it. Yeah. Who, who, who didn't know that? How's that work? Yeah. Who didn't know that? <laughs> and uh, afterwards, we saw the lights. We saw the truck race like for an hour's worth of the truck race, and then we left. Well, we just wanted to be there for the inaugural flip of the and switch. And people went crazy, I'm sure. Went nuts, I man. It's like, that was like when Wrigley Field got lights for the yeah, first time. It's one of the oldest tracks in the, in the nation. Yeah, that's pretty cool. It's like, that's going to be talked about in like yeah. in NASCAR lore. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Rednecks. You were there. I apologize. <laughs> Everybody's just like throwing their phones out the What's window happening? now. Like, Damn it, man. <laughs> Jesus. Who cares about NASCAR? <laughs> I don't even, but I enjoyed it. It was, it was a, a good time. It was a good experience, yeah. A lot to see. Um, yeah, just being down there, like, all close to everything, and then watching people really enjoy it was, like, yeah. the people watching, obviously, is, is fantastic. God, it's so great. And usually there's a pretty good couple of fights you can see. Yeah, I don't know if we saw any fights. Um, we were we were close a couple of times, but we were just kind of minding our own business, kind of roaming around. Yeah. Um, trying to trying to stay out of the way mostly. Not and then that would mostly be in the stands or in like a tailgate yeah, area. In the definitely. pits, the pits are definitely more like the infield area. A little, little hoity toity around there. Did you did you guys get to go up to the fence where they would like be signing their things and like put them through the fence? No, I didn't see that. But they, we were like right there where they all, they all seemed like real busy. Where if, they are. If we were close to them. There was just a lot of activity going on. Yeah. To where you didn't really didn't really want to bug anybody. Now, did you yeah. guys get to go into the actual pit area, or was it just the infield that you guys got to go to? Yeah, no, we were like in, like we were like from here to the TV from the from the like the car when it was in the pit. Okay, so we were like right, <laughs> there's a little wall that we kind of had to stand yeah. behind. We were pretty much in in the pit. It was it was pretty cool back there. Yeah. Now there was a. When we were when we were there, and you, that, there's probably some sort of special passage you have to have to do that. Yeah, Jimmy gets some through the yeah. iHeart thing, and we uh, we posed as um, salesman. No, 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 better um, iHeart social media um, like content guys. And actually, the one guy he came up to me and damn, I can't remember who was with us. I'm gonna feel horrible when they remind me. Um, <laughs> but they came up to us and they're like, "You got the wrong pass. You can't be in here after the race starts." And I happened to have my phone, like, doing a Snapchat or something of whatever the hell was going on in the pit. Yeah. And I think my caption was, I have no idea what's going on here. Um, but the guy comes up, and he's like, oh, man, you got the wrong pass. You can't be in here past the race start. And I was like, uh, I was like, oh, man, we're iHeart um, social media. We're just, we're just getting a little content. And he's like, good enough for me. <laughs> Love Darlington. Love Darlington. You, can, you stick around. In other news, I'm not sure if it's still there. There's yeah. a there's a the the greatest the best steak I have ever had in my life oh. was at the Raceway Grill, which is just past it. the racetrack. It's like between the racetrack and the drag yeah. the drag strip. I remember seeing it, but we um we were just kind of in and out of there. Yeah. By the time we got there, it was like kind of time for things to start revving up, and then. No pun intended. We, correct. And then we left with, you know, 15 laps left or something just yeah. to beat get out the, of there. Beat the crowd. we were coming back here, which was, you know, you don't want to be stuck. And yeah, it was, not at and all. It was getting late already. So, um, But anyway, yeah, great uh, great, great experience. I'll do that again if uh, if I uh, get the opportunity. And we actually we were talking about next year if the, uh, the same crew goes, me, Repack, Brooke, and X. Um, <laughs> 
that we would um, said try to yeah said said party is able to go with us next year again that we would try to get a get an RV spot and maybe stay a night or two because it would be fun to go to the race and then stay over and really like be able to enjoy, to enjoy it rather than to have to kind of pace yeah. yourself and. You know, cut yourself off. You know, halfway through the race to to be able to get home. Is that why everybody's always asking me to go do shit with? I them? think so. We need a driver next year. Can you drive an RV? <laughs> Fuck yeah! Has it got wheels? It's got some wheels in it. I engine. can drive anything with wheels. And you, you sounds like Somewhere you know your out. way around a track. So we're good. I've been there. We are good. I've been there. That's what you get to go in the tunnel. Oh the yeah, go straight under that thing. It's it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Pretty cool. When day. I was a kid, that was my favorite part. Like coming up and then coming up out. But then again, dude, we would they, they, they would take a suburban and there would be like six or seven of us kids we would lay down in the back oh, and they yeah. would lay a Sneaking sheet down in. over us nice. and like just sit shit on top Sh- of us human and trafficking human trafficking into the fucking racetrack awesome, awesome. Human they made their they made their money on popcorn though, I'm, I'm here to tell you i bet they did i bet they did they made they made money on uh i don't think we had to buy beer seems like we brought our own beer yeah, that's the cool but, thing about a race. You can do that. Yeah, you can bring your own cooler, which is nice. Yeah, as long as it's like fits those. Well, I think in the stands it has to fit those. Yeah, we just those. left it in the car, and we should, you know, Hans, next year we'll, we'll have a better, we'll have yeah, a little rolly cooler, and you know, fuck a Yeti. That's, I mean, yeah, it's heavy, no wheels, horrible, horrible. Those little fucking straps, those little floppy. Oh, they're fan the yeah. Who does this? Come on, come on, step it up, man. <laughs> come, come on, on. Yeti. Speaking of which. There it is. Walmart. Walmarts. Walmarts. Oh, man. So, yeah, like, yeah, the, the, these things don't do a worse, any worse job oh, they're great. than a Yeti. Yeah, they're great. I got some, um, I don't know what brand mine are, but they do the trick. Even without a cover, the damn ISO stays stay good yeah. overnight. It's crazy. I don't know how that works. It's just a way for them to, to rob money of you. It is. It is. It works. Speaking of, here's a segue for you. Another okay. way to rob money wait. of you. I can't wait. <laughs> so you're, you you always keep a pretty close shave. Yeah, for the most part. I, um, I'll go, like I went to the mountains for um, for New Year's Eve, that little three or four day stretch. Yeah. And, you know, if I do something like that, I'll, I'll take about a five-day break. And I've, I've been... You grew I've, a pretty good five-day beard. It gets pretty thick, yeah. But I um, I start looking homeless after, like, day seven or so. It goes from, like, sort of rugged-looking and, like, scruffy to homeless. Like, Overnight. Yeah. Yeah. And then if I... And I've gone, like, 10 to 12 days of a few times in the last several years... And then it just starts starts getting really itchy, and I feel like if I can get past that, well, that's what you do. The that's the oil. That's where the oil. Yeah, I've heard you talking play. about um, about Ashley's Ashley's oil, dude. Yeah, it's awesome, and it works. Beauty counter, counterman, counterman, counterman. Is that what we're segueing into? No, oh, a plug for that. You well, Ashley's going to be doing episode one number one hundred. Oh, yeah. so we're going to be. Uh, oh, I also want to talk about concert one thousand. But we'll get to that next. Yeah, we'll get. Yeah. Who's counting these things? Yeah, <laughs> we'll get to that next. Uh, anyway, so you keep a pretty close shave. Are you a Dollar Shave Club guy? Or you I'm a, not. You a Gillette guy? I'm a um, Schick actually, and I always have to yeah. remind myself before I go to the uh, to the store to buy them because I, I always think I'm Gillette, but I'm actually Schick. 
And I think the damn thing has like six razors on it. Five or six. At least five. Yeah. It's not. It's, it's more than a quattro. I think I have a... More than a chic quattro? I remember those. I think it's like whatever's after a quattro, which is five, but I don't know what you call it. And, yeah, and the five-stro. Like marketing. But yeah, that's a chic five-stro. Five blades. Yeah, so I got five blades and um, shave pretty much every day except for... You know, either Saturday or Sunday, so, or both. If Schick yeah, were to drop an ad, yeah, that encouraged little boys, oh God, to be a better man. Oh yeah, I haven't seen the ad, but I've seen a lot of commentary on it. So, what, so give me the gist of the ad. Uh, I tell you what, I tell you what, we're gonna do, YouTubers. You you hold your you hold your horses here for just a second. We're gonna mute. I'm gonna show him this ad, and we're gonna get a response. And then we're gonna then we're gonna we're gonna talk about this. I'm gonna mute us here real quick. Check this out. All right. Welcome back, YouTubers. Welcome back, YouTubers. Sorry <laughs> about that. So I have no problem with that. <clears throat> right. Tell me what the fuss was. The fuss was, and mostly, and I'm not singling out any one person. I'm just using this as an example. Yeah. Uh, one of the biggest things that I saw was that uh, people thought that this was negative towards all men. Okay. Well, we're fucking guilty, so. Right. <laughs> we're fucking guilty. We've been doing that. We, yeah. They hit the nail square on the head. Yeah, I have no problem with it. And listen, I would say that 99% of the time I'm a gentleman. But, you know, yeah, there's guy stuff that's just kind of built in that we need to, like, yes. yank out at some point. And we're finally being shamed to do it, which is not the best way to uh, – or not the best reason to do it, but it's kind of happening. Yeah, and, but it's that's not a reason to not do it. Yeah, exactly. And I have such a hard time – I have such a hard time trying to explain to people that this is – this is the world that we're living in right now. We have to yeah. we have to get past this. Yes. And that is a that is a thing that I personally didn't realize like the whole mansplaining part of it. I didn't realize like that's something what that is I, mansplaining. Like if a woman says something and nobody's paying and nobody gets it and then a man steps in and goes, "Well, what she's really trying uh, to say is, yeah, you know, yeah. like to convert from That definitely happens, but yeah, yeah. that happens. And <laughs> I didn't realize that was an issue, but apparently it bothers women, you know. Okay. It's something that they're bothered by and I feel like they have the right to voice that and now that I know that that's something that they're bothered by, then I can be more conscious about it. And so think about it, yeah. This is this ad I actually thought about that, but yeah. Right? But this ad so it actually worked for me. Personally, whole, like it, it worked for me. Yeah, the whole, um, like the YouTube thing, the um, the comedians that are being now um, sort of beat up for things that from the yeah. past, the, either whether it be racial or um, like um, sexual orientation yes. or however you, I'm trying to say these things without um, Politically correct them. things. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, but it's kind of the same thing. It's like we're now in this mode of shaming everybody um, that I think starts the conversation, but it seems like there's a better way to start the conversation than this weird shame game. Yes. And and I'm not out here to, to shame yeah. anybody, but I will say, and I've said it several times even on this podcast recently in regards to this, like 
if this is the sort of thing that you are bothered by or if you have an issue with what they're saying, then you're probably who they're talking you're about. You're the problem. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think that is like, you know, it's sort of wholesome. One of those, yeah, it's it's kind of eye-opening, kind of yeah, uh, good message. I don't think there's anything wrong with a, a good positive message. And it, Same here. I don't know that it's attacking all men. Or like, is it all men that shave? Well, not even, or, not even that. But it's like <laughs> if it were attacking all men, I made this point uh, in the podcast with Seth. If it were attacking all men, would a woman not have been the one to step up and say, "Nah, bro"? Yeah, true. But it was true. a dude, a dude that, that said, "Nah, yeah, bro." That that dude is kind of the, yeah. the hero of the thing. Yeah, exactly. There's some dudes that get it. Yeah, and some that don't. Yeah, I think that's about right. I just. And I, I've asked everybody how they felt about this on the podcast since this has come out because yeah. I want to get a broad. That's how little I watch like TV. I just don't ever see commercials ever. Yeah. Um, but then I do see like the backlash from them on Twitter or that's you know, that's what led me to watch media. the dad. I was yeah. like, so this thing. So I get. I get all these people who are talking shit about this ad. Like, I mean, these are people whose opinions that I respect. Yeah. And I'm like, I want to know what the deal is with it. I even, <clears throat> what really made me watch it was Joe Rogan said, why are you crazy? You calling guys like you crazy? You calling men like just we're all a bunch of savages and shit oh, like so that. So he didn't like it. I don't think, yeah, I don't <laughs> think he, he was, uh, he was as, as forward as I am. Yeah. And I, I love Joe Rogan's opinion on, sure. on pretty much everything. And I, I saw that and I was like, well, shit, I kind of need to watch this thing, you know, to figure this out. Yeah. And I looked at it and I, the same exact way that you feel like I'm not bothered by that at all. It just, yeah. just seems like they're just trying to make little boys grow up to be better men. Right. If you have a problem with that, then yeah, GTFO, the bro. See ya. Yeah, like, really. GTFOH. Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. OH. <laughs> Out of here. I, okay. <laughs> I know. I was just, I was just reiterating. I, I was adding to mine. OH. I mean, get out of here. But seriously, where does is that the world we're living in now? Did you, did you, and I don't want to make this a replay of the last podcast. Did you hear about the thing at, t- uh, at uh, Trivia Monday? No. I don't think so. So, uh, in quick recap, there was a guy guy at Trivia, mm-hmm. a team called Build That Wall. Okay. Who who were actually good people, and, I'm, and their, their their team name was Tongue in Cheek. It was yeah, like a, fun. you know, funny. But um, they're, 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 they won. Build That Wall won. And a guy from another team stood up and was like, well, show of hands, who's for the wall? Like, just took over the room. It's weird. Like, show of hands, who's for the wall? Like don't do, don't do that. We're done. Like yeah. yeah, we don't we don't do that. We're all thinking that. And then after nobody raises their hand, and he's like, "So you want to end up speaking Spanish in five years? So you want to all speak Spanish in five years?" And oh, like God. this is like in an entire room full of people who's seeing this happen, and somebody says something, and he starts screaming at this person in Unreal. Spanish, and then uh, uh, Patrick Hanna. Shut, shut the fuck up to the dude. Right. And we're yeah. all thinking it. And Patrick says it. Then a dude comes over and starts screaming at our table. Like, oh, well, what are you going to do? Like, what are you going to do? And then an entire room full of people basically, like... Turned on this one guy? Yeah. And, like, it was racism. It was, like, legitimate display of racism. And the guy was just like, oh, so y'all want to speak Spanish in five years? You know, this is this is like, this is just the, how, where, where we're going. It's bizarre. And an entire room full of Creek Rats and Creek Rats regulars and yeah. like just Southern people 
who like saw this thing happen and and like took a big stand against it, which is awesome, in a big way, which is like that's kind that's a W. Yeah. That is a fucking W yeah. in my book, definitely in a uh, in a very very um, Republican yeah. state and area for them to. Uh, Stand up for that. Yes. Not only that, um, and, I, and I have to, and I have to say this. Even if they agree with the wall part, they didn't agree with the shit that came with it. That's exactly what I was just about to say. Yeah. Like ninety, I would say that ninety percent of the people who stood up, who the regulars that that stood up against this guy were, I, I were confirmed Trump supporters. Sure. I know that they are. Yeah. Because <clears throat> I've had this conversation with them before, and I, I just, I was like. That is the kind of thing that we need to be talking about. Yes. Rather than what the narrative that we're doing, like all of these people aren't bad. Everybody who everybody who is is for this guy, yeah, is not, not bad. a bad person. Yeah, a lot, lot of them are. They are. A lot of them are, and a lot of them are supporting this this guy for the wrong reasons. And and I don't either way. I don't. I, I'm I'm not left or right. Yeah. I am dead fucking center. Yeah. And. I was just really, really surprised and impressed. Very by that room, because nobody, nobody like stopped to think. You know what? Maybe this guy's right because I do want the wall. Yeah, that was not in the conversation at all. It was like this guy is wrong. You're being an asshole. He's being an asshole. He yeah. needs to go. Yeah, Good. and the entire room, like it was like they were pushing for the first down. Like mm-hmm. they, 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 an entire room pushed this guy out. Out. Good. And there was a scuffle. There was a. There was like fisticuffs thrown. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, it was an issue. But no, I have not heard about that. But that's. That's but interesting. Was, Little old Merle's Inlet. Yeah. Up. That's good. Right? I was like, an entire room, our group text, uh, somebody texted the other day and was like, so what happened to trivia last night? And I yeah. was like, racism lost. Good. Is what happened. And and I Bonus. was just so impressed by that showing by the room. Like, that was just. Yeah, there's a little, little hope out there that we don't hear about ever. Right? Yeah. Some good news in an area. And, and from good news that has nothing to do with. Like the, I guess, I guess the good news that has nothing to do with any kind of political thing at all. Like this is just somebody who is against absolute racism. No matter yeah. what the guy said, like they're they're they definitely agree on the fact that there should be a wall. That's fine. But their disagreeance, their disagreement was so large that it caused that sort of Inside an uprising. Of the agreement, right? Yeah, crazy. You don't see that ever. Yeah. Especially yeah. in a place like Creekgrass, it seems like if I like if I had to guess just based on stereotypes, it would be like hell yeah, yeah. But it was like shut the fuck up instead, yeah. which is great. Yeah, exactly. It was like, and not only that, Noah Noah was like, dude, I'm just so worried. You know, like this is the, all these people. They see trivia come in there, and they're not used to trivia. You know, it's like not their thing. And yeah, I, and I was like, dude, they were supporting you bro like they Definitely. were like on your side like this was your show yeah talking to noah like th- this was your show and you were running this thing in. this guy hijacked your show and an entire room full of people stood up in support that's of- so weird did you know the guy yes he's okay. been coming to trivia i don't want to name any names oh, yeah, that's or, fine. Or, or, i'm just curious if y'all knew him in general yeah, yeah. He, he's he's been coming to trivia for a very long time yeah. and it's his entire him and him and uh his brother and father mm-hmm. play trivia with another person who we know very yeah. well yeah and um I, I was just Patrick and Bill. <laughs> yeah, right, right. 
Nah, I mean, uh, it wasn't. It wasn't. It was definitely <laughs> yeah, the same that's, setup, that's different cast. Yeah, that's enough. Same setup, different cast. Pretty funny. But yeah, it was just Im- impeccably timed. That right around the eclipse. Yeah. And all the crazy, you know, the, the eclipse and full moons bring out the it's a real thing, something apparently. in people. Yeah. And I've never seen this guy act like this before. Maybe he was just a little drunker than usual. Yeah. How did how did the other teammates, his teammates react? Um, his dad, mm-hmm. after like he's leaning over, screaming at screaming at people at my table, and I'm just like, where? What are we solved by this? Yeah, like, where? Happening? Where do we? Where? Who benefits from this? Yeah. And then the dad's like, basically, well, you know he's right, right? Like, you know, not not me, yeah. but him, like his son. Like, oh, so you know he's right. And he, he says this to me twice. Okay. Like, even when I go outside after there's been a scuffle out there, and I just walk out there to, like, yeah, just be a presence. Keep the peace if you have and, to. Yeah. And I was like... uh Looking the looking the guy in his eyes, and he was like, "You know, I'm on your side. Like you look me in my eyes, and no, look into my eyes, and you can tell that I'm on your side. You know what, what side we're on, and I'm on your side." Weird. And the dad's like, well, "You know, he's right. You know, he's right." And I'm like, "No, I'm sorry, but he's not right. Yeah, he's a racist. We've crossed the line here. Yeah, like, this is really. And I, I'm I'm pretty sure I said you're a fucking racist. Affair. Like, but." I just get so upset with the stereotypes that Southern men get. Yeah. Because I am one. We could, like, add that scene to that commercial. Yeah. You know? Exactly. In the, in the, in the last half of the commercial. You're, you're a, a good fucking part. racist. Yeah, you're a fucking racist. <laughs> no, you. Gillette. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, though, I, I was just not. I was. I think I was more upset. Yeah, it, when it happened, I was definitely more upset that that kind of hatred was still in the world than I was excited that that many more people were on the good side. Yes, yeah. So I yeah. didn't see that until the next day. It's definitely happening. It's it's. I mean, it's definitely still there. I don't want to say that because I hear words that you shouldn't hear a yeah, lot. Same here. They're sprinkled into jokes every now and then, and um, you know that stuff happens. Um, and so, but it's it's definitely out there, and then, and then you can also tell when when you do hear stuff like that, if somebody is legitimately using it as something funny, yeah, which still is, <clears throat> excuse me, is still not okay. Um, it's in bad taste, but it's right, at least not right. But then you can also tell blamed. when when like somebody's saying those things, and it's like, oh shit, like this guy obviously was on yep. that. Oh shit. Level this guy's definitely definitely racist, which is crazy. Definitely fucking racist. Yeah. I just don't under I don't understand. What, what do you benefit? You know, where do you where do you, where do you benefit from? I mean, I'd love to like be able to speak fluent Spanish. That'd be awesome. Well, not only that. Well, here's the problem. <laughs> English me. English is. I was, like, I was half kidding there, but no, I, I, I actually know. would like to be able to speak. Spanish I wouldn't better. mind. You know, speak better Spanish. I can dabble. Yeah, I can, I can. Un poco. That's about all I got. Un poco. Un poquito. Un poquito. Uh, yeah, so. Donde coño están las llaves? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> je ne sais pas. <laughs> what language are we doing again? <laughs> Where are we? La fille dance. Uh, so, English is like the number one language in the world, right? 
I guess is it doesn't doesn't I mean, most every, seems every like time it should be every time I ask people like I just don't want to go traveling abroad because I don't, I don't speak any of those languages. Everybody's like, oh, everybody speaks English. You can figure it out. It's like first off, like, haven't we already gotten that that one out of the way? Like, yeah, we're there. English is a very difficult language, but I think most everybody speaks it. Right, we're we're done. We're done with that. That's that's taken over. And so, anywhere, especially anywhere where you're going to go, like you're not yeah. So Tourist like location or anywhere, but, yeah. but seriously though, like, why are people so why why is it finally okay for people to just throw, show their true colors in public and just that that used to be the kind of thing that people would keep hid? Yeah, and now it's like you know broadcast. It's yeah, it's because everybody's kind of like standing on like like standing their ground. I feel like everybody's super super. Um, Stubborn about everything now, Has, and nobody—you're not going to change anybody's mind. That's that's why I was saying that, and I was half kidding, but about Trump and Clemson, yeah, like I just don't even like engage anymore, especially the Trump stuff. Like the because I, I lean the other way. I, I typically lean um, pretty pretty good good ways left. Yeah, and so when the Trump stuff comes up, I used to be like fired up about it and a little bit like you know passionate yeah. about it. And now I've just been like beaten down and just so it's just so polarizing and it and it I don't I'm a pleaser is another 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 half of that problem. But it just um you just don't get anywhere. You have this conversation with somebody and it just every time just goes nowhere. They're just so, waiting for their Yeah, they just want to tell you their why why yeah. they're they think the way they think. Yeah. And then I'm gonna say why I think the way I think. And, and they're going to say nothing, that again. Yeah, and we're going to get nothing accomplished, and it's going to be uncomfortable. And so now, I just anytime it comes up, I just I just either laugh through it or just kind of talk through it until it goes away um, without saying anything. And half the time, we'll just be like, "Oh yeah, man, yep," and sort of agree without agreeing, yeah. and just let it go away. Because you don't, I just don't want to feed that fire. And keep, it's not worth it. Never, never. So. <clears throat> Jimmy <clears throat> mentioned something to me off camera last time that uh, he wanted me to bring up to you oh. and let you expel on. I can't wait to hear this. Maybe. And you may veto the conversation okay. depending on the how you feel on the subject matter. Carry on. I hear you have been having some interesting conversations with Brother Robert. <laughs> oh, Brother Robert. We... We really. Only, I'm not going to throw any last names in, just in no, case. No, Brother Robert is a um, a Merle's Inlet original, OG, OG, and uh, is Tito's probably OG. Tito's OG for sure. Robert, how old is Robert? Fifty five, I think. Yeah, ish, somewhere in, in in that range. He's probably in his fifties. Um, he is from. Actually, I think he's from Columbia. Went to UGA. Um. And just as a uh, super, super friendly guy, super, super nice guy, we all get along, obviously. Um, but he's a little bit of a contrarian. So that any anything that is good, Robert's going to maybe kind of think is bad. And usually it's all in good fun and, and humor, and it rolls rolls off people's shoulders. And yeah. You just have a Duck laugh at water. it. You just have a laugh at it, and oh, come on, Robert, you know that, you know, you know. Yeah. Um, but here this last time we, uh, we got in an argument, a debate, a friendly, a debate amongst friends. Yeah. Um, he was upset about Debo Samuel 
sitting out of the game, sitting out of the bowl game, and I think a handful of the Georgia players. Yeah. Um, which I have no problem with Debo Samuel sitting out. Listen, if it was the national championship game, it'd be an issue. Not the belt bowl. The belt bowl. Yeah. Who cares? I mean, I've already forgotten about the belt bowl. It's, yeah. It was horrible. And yeah, how'd that go? Oh, I can't remember this. I know we scored zero. <laughs> just fucking with I know we scored zero. I can't remember what they scored. But it just it's just gone. Like, the SEC championship from several years ago, that sticks with me. That, that hurts. Yes. You know, like, big games. Okay, but the belt bowl against Virginia. Yeah, who gives a shit? Like, Alabama, we like, we got beat before. badly by Ole Miss, I think, in a yeah. bowl game. Like, Nobody cares. Yeah, who gives a shit? So, if Debo Samuel wants to sit out the belt bowl to not get hurt, and potentially lose a million dollars or millions of dollars by getting hurt in the belt bowl. I have no problem. I mean, yeah, you've been there five years. You've done your thing. You've you know played your ass off for for this university. And then I guess there was a handful of Georgia players that didn't play in the Sugar Bowl, um, or maybe they didn't play in the second half. I don't know the, the specifics, but so he was upset and he was like, "If you sign with that school." You know, you're obligated to play in every game. You know, you got your free education and blah, blah, blah. And he just wouldn't let it go. And I just, I was like, Robert, you're wrong. And I'm never, like, I'm never going to ever stand up to anybody like that. Yeah, I know. Just straight up, just, Robert, you're wrong. I don't know what to tell you. Like, these kids, like, who, who gives a, who gives a shit about the Sugar Bowl? What's it? Yeah. If you win the Sugar Bowl, what's that get you? A bowl of sugar. A bowl of sugar. A trophy with sugar in it. Yep. Congratulations. So anyway, I just, I just kind of just like, he just gets under my skin about once a year, and I just find myself (laughs) yelling at him. (laughs) So (laughs) Robert, you're wrong. (laughs) All right. So it was that. Is that where it ended? How far did it? Yeah, that was about it. I mean, we were just kind of back and forth, and then he's obviously being stubborn about it, and um, and you're being right. In my mind, yeah, yeah, I, I like to think so. I mean, these kids could. I mean, they. I mean, what if they just faked injured? They could have just faked injured. At least they were honest about it. And hey, I'm not going to play in this ball game. I'm preparing for the draft. Yeah, at least that's more honest. Sorry. Yeah, it just. It was just a weird. I don't know why you would care so much about this meaningless yeah. bowl game. I mean, if it was like, you know, Georgia Auburn or or Georgia Alabama, um, I can, I can understand that. Or Clemson Carolina. Um, if the kid decided to sit out of that, that'd be a problem. Yeah. But you're sitting out of the, the belt bowl. Um, the the humanitarian yeah. bowl. Nobody gives a shit. Nobody cares. It's That's what's very – and I, I felt the same way that Robert yeah. did in the beginning. Yeah. Like I was like, well, yeah, you're going to this school. You're you're you're. Why wouldn't you go out here and put on a show so that, that you can maybe make thing. more money in the in the thing? And but then, uh, I don't remember who it was I was having a conversation with, but they made the comment that like, okay, well, what if he goes out and gets injured, yeah. and loses all of this That's money? And this belt bowl really doesn't make that much of a matter. difference. It doesn't matter. So I was like, okay, so my mind was changed. I didn't. His, I didn't look at it that way. I think his I other argument. Which wasn't his main argument, but once we got into it, was, yeah. was doing it for your teammates, which is also kind of bullshit. Because because the, there was some of this on, on South Carolina Twitter, which I follow. You know, most of the stuff yeah. I do on there is, is Gamecock-related, just news and whatever. And so there was a little bit of blowback um, for Debo doing that from some of the fan base. Yeah. And, like, every single one of the players that commented back on any of that was like, you know, 
I think they're uh, the thing is uh, secure the bag. That's the uh, the young kid's way of saying like go get that check. Oh, secure the bag. Secure the bag. I so, you know, respect and like all this like respect stuff and whatever. Like he's he's gonna he's done enough for us. We yeah we bust our asses together. Go uh, go go secure the bag. Yeah, we we we've done, and Debo is a standout football player. For sure. He's always been, and I, he he missed uh like what half of last season. Yes, the the second half. Or I hate that because I so, really yeah. feel like that he could have been a Heisman definitely candidate if he would have just stayed stayed healthy. On. Yeah. yeah, and yeah. Since he actually did have to sit out half a season, it makes more sense that he would want to sit yeah. out of the belt bowl just because maybe he is injury prone. He's had, and, I think, two years in a row has had some injury, some you know missed games from injury. So it just makes sense. Secure so, that bag. Let's go get paid. Let's go get paid. That's right. That's, that's that's not so bad. Jimmy was making it out like I know, it was, it was like fine. A, but we were, you know, it, we were both um, a little overserved and and probably making it a bigger scene than it should. Overserved have been. at Tito's here and there, here and there, like yeah, right there, right there. It's this right place, there. yeah, overserved. It's on the corner. Hmm. It happens sometimes. Really, it happens. Sometimes. And I never thought in that room, Mm-mm, not in that it's bar. So strange. Everyone's usually calm, cool, and collected. yeah. Every every time, oh, there's definitely never speaking anything of that, going on. Um, are you aware of the the newest dart craze at Tito's? The newest dart craze? Yeah, dart like the game of darts. Yeah, has really really taken over Uncle Tito's. Is it like now everybody's in there to? I mean, it's like it's a, like if you go in there um, from four till like nine, there is constant darts action and like money on the table. Take that, Adam Justice. Dude, he's Adam like, just dude, he's there, like, like just getting paid off the damn thing. He's like, he's like, dude, what am I gonna do? Buy a new dartboard and put it in there, and nobody's gonna fucking play as soon as I put it in there. I was like, no, nah, man, you might better do something because I hear it's, it's like doing crazy. Well. It's, I mean, I don't know how much money goes in it, but a lot. I think they put and a new dartboard down there, like they did, and it seems like that there was one in there like five or six years ago, and, and then that one came it. back. Yeah, but nobody ever played it. Yeah, and this time for whatever reason, the dartboard showed up, and now it's just like. That's all we do in there is play darts. I throw darts pretty regularly. Yeah. Here. I've, uh, I've been playing a lot of darts now lately. I played a lot in college and, and right after college. I don't throw those weak-ass plastic peasant darts. Oh, you don't like, you like those heavy heavy metal tips? Yeah. Those yeah. are much nicer. I got my, my shit set up right here on the wall. We don't need any metal tips in Tito's, though. No, we do not. That's a bad idea. Yes, it is. <laughs> Very bad idea, especially especially when, you, when you're talking about Debo Samuel in, in, a, in a fucking bowl game. That's right. Exactly. See? You don't want to get in that kind of argument and have to stab yeah. somebody in the neck. I mean, shit, you might. But I will. But Robert, you hear me, Robert? <laughs> <laughs> so you said you had a, a – and we're getting closer to the two-hour mark. Yeah, what are we looking at? Uh, you you said you had a couple of things that you wanted to, to go over that you had made notes of. Did, oh, you, yeah. did you cover did. about – Let your, me just pull them because I know that the um, our, our different angles at Clemson was definitely one of them. Yeah. Um, wow. We, do. we have a big, like... It's a different hatred. And it's not even... Yeah, like, I don't even know if you hate them. You just have a... I'm getting some noise in here. It, it you just have a different... Like uh, touch screen comes A different out. angle at them. Um, oh, the only other thing I didn't talk about was... Because um, you do the thing where you say, like, what you want people to watch in yeah. that little intro. Yeah. The um, the Bill Murray documentary so good. on Netflix is awesome. Um, and worth, I think it's like an hour and 20, 30 minutes. Yeah. Quick, easy, and really, really good. I wanted more Bill. 
Yeah, I did too. The just guy, the story. The guy like kind of sucked out at the end. Yeah, it kind of um, left you wanting a little more. And like you didn't get your happy ending, but he kind of spun it in his kind of weird. Yeah, but the content of it and the um, the storytelling I thought was really good. The whole it doesn't matter. Oh yeah, that's my favorite. Is is so good. You know that's a um, that was the mantra. I don't. A lot of people don't know this. I was in the Carolina band um, my first two years of college. Trombonist. Trombonist. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's it. That's it. Seven. See? That slide. Or no, is this slide trombone? That slide trombone. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um, and that was like our mantra was it just doesn't matter. So like to kind of take the edge off of being like nervous about the halftime show or the pregame show or, you know, like missing your step or whatever. Um, that was kind of the mantra was it, it just doesn't matter. And I really didn't even know where that was from at the time. I obviously learned about it later. Um, but anyway, that, the, the, it just doesn't matter kind of intertwined throughout the whole, yeah. the whole documentary, which was pretty, pretty interesting. And then the other part that I love was that, uh, like it definitely didn't matter for Bill Murray, Not but, at all. but he was understanding that it like made like a world of difference, like change these people's lives. For him to just pop up into their just random scenario. Yeah. And like made them like, just like made their night or made their week or life or whatever. Him talking about showing the home video of of him sitting around with the family after dinner and just yeah. like being with them for just an hour. Like this, yeah. this, this, this will keep these people alive. Yeah. And happy for the rest of their lives. Just knowing this night existed. This happened. Yeah. Yeah. And then the um, the one where he's just playing tambourine randomly with that band in these people's house. And the cops, just, yeah, the cops come. He's like, "Come on in." Yeah, he never stopped. No. He never stopped playing. Walked up to the cops, come right on. up to him. No it's like, dude, I'm I'm sorry. You're gonna have to turn it down. It's like, officer, Bill Murray. I here. couldn't make this up, but Bill Murray's in here with the band. I you could you you're more than welcome to come in here you and tell Bill Murray to stop. Please Hilarious. come on in. <laughs> cops end up hanging out and shit. Go tell the neighbors to shut the fuck up. Sticking right. around. Yeah. Bill Murray's over there. Let them have it. Let right. Let them have it. That would be good. So, uh, yeah, I, I've, uh, I have watched that. Also watched Murder Mountain yesterday. I watched oh, that I saw whole that. thing really, yesterday. I watched that, too. It's really good. Bro. Crazy. The cops. Crazy. They don't give a fuck. Not one. Well, so the thing is, so back when I was in college, I used to dabble in, in some weed here and there, and still do from time to time, yeah. three or four times a year or something. Um, and I used like Humboldt County was like just it's like this legendary place in yeah. that in that culture, you know, um, pot growers, and there was all like always the uh, rumors of you know people with machine guns like guarding the properties and all oh, that. Oh yeah. But the um, but seeing that like it kind of changed it from like. And maybe it was kind of this legendary place back then. The way this kind of framed it has yeah. changed a lot in the last, like, 20 years, which yes. would be about right. Um, <clears throat> but so they, the cops' angle is these people haven't wanted us up here for 50 years. So now. Now you want us up here, and sorry about your luck. Yeah. You know? Exactly. And so it sounds like they're finally kind of coming around. Um, and everybody is. Yeah. So, like, them being accepting of the cops and the cops being willing to kind of. Well, it does seem like the sort of uh, the guys who were running the vigilante 
Yeah. Law enforcement in that area, all three got picked off. So. Yeah, they're all kind of gone. That's right. So now it's like, okay, so who who do we turn to now? I guess we'll go to the actual law enforcement. We, yeah, we're know. left with nothing else, and this is all we got. So, yeah. I do feel bad for, like, the there's zero justice for a lot of those people who go up there and look for a different life and then yeah. just end up getting shot because they – they, the amount of money that they are owed by their employer yep. is is great enough to where it's worth it for them to just kill this just person. be off, yeah. Be done, disappear. And that, really? Yeah, it's pretty wild. Shit. I mean, and the amount of money that they were making back then, apparently this is now turning yeah. against them with the legalization, which... The amount of taxes that they have to do to... Yeah, to get get the proper licenses and all that but yeah it was um yeah that was that was a really interesting watch that was one that you like you could sit and watch and a lot of stuff that's on now you put it on the background and go about your day but that was one that you actually yeah i was actually in, in, interested and, in and watching it. that yeah, yeah yeah that was good i watched that the whole thing yesterday there's a there's a jeffrey dahmer thing that's just come out i think it dropped yesterday i don't know I if i can do it, that how is it i don't know yet is it, i can't do that probably the tonight super, i will super creepy is it like a a documentary? Yeah. I can probably do a documentary. I can't do a, a like a horror flick. I heard you talking about yeah. liking liking the horror flick. I think we're talking I with love, Jimmy. I love the horror movies. Can't do it. That's and and, and and going back to the thing I was saying with Jimmy, like I, I felt like I was I was coaxed into having to watch the comic book movies because I'm not getting my horror movies. Now it's like they see that comic oh, book yeah. movies are making all the money. So let's just make more of those. And no more so now horror movies. I'm losing out on the movies that I want to watch. Yeah. Like, I really like scary movies. Yeah. And now I'm, if for every time there's a comic book movie that does really good, that means there's a horror movie that's not going to get made. Yeah. So you're so, kind of getting getting screwed on that end. Yeah. Now I'm having to just rewatch The Conjuring over and over and shit. I don't, I don't do comic book movies or horror movies, so I'm, I'm all the way out. The, the comic book movies are fucking good. Worth watching? Yes. Okay. And, and, and I've got a... Uh, <clears throat> I've spent Smitty. I asked Smitty. I was like, "Dude, give me a give me an order to watch these things in." So he sent me an order, and then I googled uh, order to watch comic book yeah. movies in, and the first thing that came up, I clicked it, and it was the same exact list he gave me. Oh, so no he could have just <laughs> oh, maybe he got the same Google copy and pasted. Yeah. yeah, perfect. So I, I can send you that the order to watch them in. But okay. dude, they, and they're available on Amazon and Netflix and all that. For the most yeah, part? for the most part. Yeah, yeah. Every now and again, you might have to like pay three ninety nine. Yeah, pay the two dollars to watch fine. it once or whatever. But you only have to watch it once just to get the storyline. Yeah, and but yeah, I was I was very very impressed with. The Marvel comic movies. I'll give it a shot. The I'll DC, shot. and I'm, I love Batman, and I'll always watch all yeah. the Batman shit, yeah. but, but not not the rest of the DC shit. I don't know if I've seen any of those. If I had to, maybe one of the very first one. I don't think I've seen any of the Iron Man movies or any of that stuff. The, but I'm not against it. It just doesn't, doesn't grab me when I, when I see it. They're they're pretty interesting. I mean, they're, they're definitely got the Michael Bay aspect of like explosions and all right. this cool. And I don't think Michael nice. Bay does them, but yeah, they're 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 worth a watch. I like it. <clears throat> but anyway, yeah. what else are we gonna talk about? I don't know. I was about to say any. Uh, I think that's all I got. Any final thoughts? Um, it seemed like I had a couple other things to to jump into, but they're not coming off off the top of my head. And we we got all my like the ones that I've kind of had in the like a. That I've had like thoughts about, like what do I want to talk about? I think we hit hit most of those. Well, we even said in the, in the text yesterday we both love oh, yeah. talking about nothing. Yeah, we can just go after it. 
Yeah, yeah. That's, I think that's what I told you. I was like, I got a list of things that we're going to talk about. I can't wait to not talk about them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> One thing we did good, man. Yeah, I think that was a good, uh, good little pod. Yeah, good. Hit a, lot of, hit a lot of subjects. We're here right at the two-hour mark. We've 120 had, minutes. We've had a few people watching live the entire time. All right. So, so yeah, it looks like. Looks like we did all right. Yeah. Coastal Smile Center, 6800 North Kings LA. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Do that one more time. <laughs> ting. Can you edit in a ting? Ka-ting. <laughs> yeah. I need to do it. I need to get a soundboard built. Oh, I wanted like a visual, like a like the white teeth, like ting. Oh, yeah. I'm sure we can make yeah, it. We I'm can sure I can arrange that. something. We can work on that. But, uh, yeah. So, well, anyway, it. that was good. Uh, we're gonna be doing we're gonna be doing this again, and probably quicker than it's been since That'd the be last good. episode. Yeah. Like we'd be doing this. I like I like the fact of how I show up, and it was on your birthday, I think. Yes, it was. It was on your birthday, and you were like. You were like, yep, I'm down for the, I don't even know what date you said. Like, like mark me down for this day. And I was like, all right, man, let me look. And then the shit. And I was like, he was like, no, but seriously, though, we're going to do it. Wednesday. So I make sure we're going to do it Wednesday. And this was a couple weeks ago. So I was like, I just want to make sure. I mean, I know you're drunk right now. <laughs> yeah, but I just want to make sure to reconfirm that you remember that so we really talked thing. about doing this. Yes. I'm in. So once you get past that first one, I was, I was really nervous the first uh Probably the first like half hour of the first one, I felt a lot more comfortable this time. Oh, good. Um, kind of the whole way through. I left the house a lot dirtier this time. This is better. Yeah, I don't feel so much pressure. Yeah, this is good. Yeah, much dirtier. That's right. And I listened to um, Patrick and Jimmy and oh Jeff Thomas. Uh, so um, I listened to Jeff Thomas um, and uh, it seems like he's always a couple of episodes before me. Um, I think that happened last time too. Yeah, but anyway, you just talk about nothing and it's still entertaining. So that's the thing. How bad could it be? I want I want to let people know that like this is yes we're we're, we're talking about nothing and here's the thing they're like oh man this shit is just boring. Well, if you're not into podcasts, they're all fucking boring. Pretty much. Yeah, if you're well, not into them, they're all but getting yes, ready, driving but, to work, driving home from work. But for people to listen podcast to podcasts, like I was just listening to Doug Stanhope a while ago, just talking about some guy who's got a job at Safeway. Yeah, perfect. And he's he's they all think that it's Doug's son. I mean, they used to just <laughs> who cares? <laughs> but no. it's interesting to hear these people who I respect their opinions and just talk about random shit, opinions and a story here and there. And yeah, I'm listening. Yep, good shit, good deal. All right, well. Uh, probably running running towards the end of the song ladies and gentlemen youtubers hang tight with me for just a second hang tight with me for just a second youtubers we're going to get some uh, intro intro shit going for you and giving you some links to click at the bottom of the page clicking them links at the bottom of the page gonna click subscribe Get that number high, high. Get the number high. Mm-hmm. Gonna click subscribe. Mm-hmm. Be good people. Don't be a shitty person. Mm-hmm. Peace, bitches. Deuces.